Hello, everybody. You are not listening to the Lost and Locked podcast yet. You will be soon. Don't worry. Fear Good. not. Your podcast is safe and sound. I was about to have the heebie-jeebies. But uh, Chris and Brian here. We're here to tell you what the deal is with our episode six fifteen podcast, the Jacob and Man in Black centric. What's the deal with Lost and Locked podcast? We, there, there, there were troubles, right? Stuff happened. We have half of a podcast for you. Oh, okay. We, we have Guess the Title and Lost in 15. Excellent. And we will play that portion of the show for you right now. And okay. then once Lost in 15 is over, we will pick up and talk about this week's episode, the penultimate episode. Oh, the one before the last one. Yes. Where we will again do Lost in 15. Guess the title. And guess the title. So, this is a unique podcast. We're doing two Lost in 15s. And yes. Two guess, two guess the titles. The titles. You get you get double the content for your money. <laughs> <laughs> and um, after we wind through that, uh, I think we'll give our we'll consolidated give, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll comments. Give, we'll give some general overall thoughts of these two episodes and then do some feedback and... Uh, for those of you that are fans of our Unlocking Lost segment, in which we unlock Lost, uh, don't worry. It will be back in full force for the finale. We will talk about every moment, every scene, every line of dialogue. Yeah, and what's good, Brian, is that once the final uh, show, once the finale is complete, yes, when we will go back and we will go over each scene like we traditionally do. Of the last two episodes, right? Yes. Which gives us, oddly enough, new insight. Uh, so you're right. That'll be interesting. We'll be covering it really from a different point of view. And we might be in iTunes. <laughs> what? Maybe. I don't know. Are you trying to get our, my hopes up? No, I'm not. Sorry, uh, Chris. Odia will be up sometime in <laughs> May. Sometime in May. They updated their, their parking page. Wasn't that nice? <laughs> Oh, nice. I think they should have just had it crossed out. The first crossed out. Second crossed out. Third week in May. Uh, fifth week in June. <laughs> when will Odeo be back up? Okay, I'll, I'll look forward to that. <laughs> the fifth week in June. That's when all the good stuff happens. You know, this is terrible, though. Um, we have... I mean, we're not really trying to down-talk Odeo. They're down for whatever reason they are. For maintenance. It is a free um, service. We can't. Right. We have relied on them is really what I'm saying for the delivery. And they, they've come through. Of our podcast for how many years? Oh, like five. Five years? Five years, yeah. Um, that is our RSS feed that is linked to iTunes. Unfortunately, once they go down, um, we were able to put 
<coughs> our musings and recordings on another service. But we can't link them to iTunes. Yes, that is, so that is the trouble. That's kind of the downfall. You know, and they, they've been uh, fairly reliable throughout the years. And mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, we, we understand that, you know, they go through changes. They're doing site maintenance and whatever. But I guess we're just kind of frustrated by the unfortunate <laughs> timing of it all. Yeah, so are many of the listeners. Yeah, Couldn't could you have done it like, I don't know, May 24th? That would have been, <laughs> that would have worked for me. You think this was planned? It's a conspiracy? <laughs> We've been sabotaged. Who, yeah. Who doesn't like Lost? You think Simon Cowell did this? Miss, Mr. Odeo, the owner of Odeo.com. Jeff Odeo. Mr. Odeo? Yeah. You don't think he likes Lost? I, I don't know. It's I really think not it was my the, place to say. I think it was the cast of American Idol. They don't like Lost. <laughs> it doesn't really have a cast. It has contestants. Okay, contestants. Okay. All right. No, 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 wait. The judging panel. Oh, man, those guys. Does not like Randy, Paula, Simon. What are we doing talking about them? I don't know. I'm a little bit worried that you know their names off the top of your head. <laughs> How can you not? We've avoided them the, for five years. Uh, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> well, we're just kind of going on. Should we uh, give we're, contact info now or no, should we work that into think, the... Um, uh, yeah, I think... If I recall correctly, I think we'll we could we could do it in the second part of the show. Okay. People know how to contact us. I know. It's just nice to give it, and plus they might get it three times. <laughs> okay. So what's coming up is uh, we are going to hear um, "Lost in 15. and guess the title for episode fifteen, season six. So with that, Brian, I guess we'll we'll flash on over to uh, to that, right? Yes. Let's All go. right, let's go. Flash sideways. Hello, everybody. You have found the Lost Unlocked podcast with Chris and Brian. We are the spoiler-free Lost podcast where Lost is unlocked. I am Brian. Joining me as always is the man who invented Mr. Potato Head, Chris. <laughs> Welcome to was, Lost Unlocked. I was not prepared for that at all. <laughs> yeah, you were groping and reaching. <laughs> and... Uh, oh, uh, he invented something. I don't Mr. Potato Head, no. You always uh, come I up with I, something. I wish I could do that again. I really do. <laughs> He's the uh, spokesperson for the upcoming video game franchise, Organ Hero. Chris. Yes. Organ Hero is my favorite game. It's like a reimagining of Operation. Hmm. Yeah, how do you do that? Gotta take out the funny bone. Yeah, you reach in and all of a sudden... Oh! Plays the organ sound when you touch the the metal parts? he touched the sides, plays an organ sound. I would play that game. I would purchase that. (laughs) Kids would do it just to hear the organ sound. See, that's the um. I mean, that that's fundamentally that is the flaw in operation. Is it's just so fun to see that little dude's nose light up. <laughs> you don't want to do a good job. Zzz. It's like they're punishing you. Oh, I always jumped when I touched the sides, so it 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 worked on me. Okay. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he died. Now you have to deal with the malpractice suit, Chris. <laughs> Oh, why were we taking out his funny bone anyway? He needed that. <laughs> Tell the folks. Butterflies in the stomach is so literal. 
We know that those that are listening to you right now, Brian, yes, are not listening to the most recent podcast via iTunes. Yes. I think at this point we can safely say that. Yeah. Since Odeo is still down. Odeo. Oh, Dio. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. So, it, there are alternate ways. But the thing is, if we, if we talk about how to get the show on the show, I mean, it, it seems pointless because <laughs> they, they have successfully found the show. Well, people that email, I, we, writing, we tell them. I've been, reading, I've been writing people back all day. Saying, and if they check our blog spot yep. and Facebook, we put up links there. True, so I true. don't know if you want. We're, see, like we're underground, man. It's like not everybody Ooh. can find us. We're we're in short supply. Hot off the presses, lost and locked. Get it while supplies last. Tell some you restrictions what, may apply. If you want to mention some of those underground places, let's see if you can do it in our contact info. Contact drone. All right. Well, I mean, we do have a lot of time in this contact drone. I. <laughs> I don't want to brag, <laughs> but I have gotten quite good at this. Oh. Um, our email address, lostoflocked at gmail.com. Uh, of course, you can send title guesses, feedback, whatnot. Uh, we have a voicemail line. The number is 770-393-5263. E-Y-E-L-E-N-D. I'll call it up before the island moves. Yes. Uh, you, can, you can find our show. You can always find the latest show on our blog. Blogspot. Lostoflocked.blogspot.com. Uh, be sure to check out our forum, lostandlocked.proboards.com. We have, we have a chat box, lostandlocked.cbox.ws. Uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash geekychessguy. Underground uh, places. Underground places. Internet archive. Oh, I thought you could fit that in, Brian. I mean, how do, how, do, how do I tell people to do that? Like, go to Internet Archive? Well, I don't know. I don't even know what the URL is. Archive.org? I was going to, you know, we were going to talk about it, but you said, oh, I can fit it in. I'm a pro at this. I got, the, I got the blog. All you need is the blog. The blog will link you to the Internet Archive. And Facebook. Where we are archived. Facebook has links there, too. Yeah, yeah, Facebook. I've posted some. So have I. So have some of our very helpful listeners. Audio will be up the first week of May. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> 2012. 2012. They did not specify a year, to their credit. <laughs> oh, for shame. Well, 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 come on, let's talk about Lost, Chris. I mean, let's this do it. long-awaited Jacob Man in Black-centric episode. I could hardly believe I, it. I think that we can, we can agree... Yeah. That this was, without a doubt, uh, yeah. say it with me now, the, the best worst episode, episode ever? Worst? Worst episode worst ever? Best, best, what? Oh, oh we have a problem here. <laughs> no, clearly, Brian, you did not see what I saw. Uh, apparently that is the case, because <laughs> what I saw was a brilliant piece of television. How could you say that? Finally, finally doling out the answers that we have desperately wanted all these years. I don't... <laughs> I think we need to hash this out. How can some we? Dis- more. How can you dispute that? Ooh. I'm just gonna have to uh, show you the proof is in the pudding. I do like pudding, <laughs> well, except for rice pudding. That's pretty gross. Yeah. I don't know why. I agree. <laughs> All right, at least we can agree on that. Rice pudding not is good. gross. It is terrible. Well, let's let's start. You know, bullet point by bullet point. Our first bullet point being what? 
guess the title. Yes! <laughs> title sold separately. Uh, Alright, what do you have, Chris? What are you thinking? Jacob Man in Black-centric episode. Titles for the episode, I'm thinking... Uh, brothers? Okay, alright. Brothers. Brothers, very simple. Brothers. Sure, I could see them doing that. Um, could be something like uh, Cave of Mystery, (laughs) Heart of the Island. (laughs) Um, the hard drive of light. Oh yeah! Now when when uh, (laughs) when the mother actually took the Jacob and nameless child to the heart of the island, for 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 a brief fleeting moment, I thought like, oh man, Chris is right. This is the (laughs) island hard drive. (laughs) There it is. Uh, I can't believe it. We called it like three years ago. How do you do that? (laughs) Chris, you're brilliant. You are a spoiler file, sir. For shame. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that light, that was like uh, totally gold, wasn't like cave of gold light. Search for Curly's gold. Uh, I thought the MIB would have the Midas touch. Ah. Isn't he the gold guy? Yeah, Midas, King Midas. Everything touched turned to gold. Yeah, someone had been in that cave and touched it all. (laughs) Uh, Not just someone, King Midas, apparently. Resided on the island, confirmed by Chris. Maybe that's MIB's name. (laughs) Midas? Midas. I think so. Well, the actor who plays him is uh, Titus. (laughs) What? You didn't know that? No. His name's Titus. Are you serious? Titus Welliver. No. Yeah, Titus. Wow. Titus Welliver. Tells you how uh, how up I am on these things. No, yeah, you you avoid uh, learning the actors' names. So Titus That's played how, Midas. You are, you are so spoiler free. <laughs> there you go. You didn't know. Wow. So Titus played Midas, even <laughs> during the hiatus. No. Uh, that yeah, didn't fit uh, well. Uh, it, it, uh, I, I felt like you were going somewhere with that, but it, <laughs> I tried. it fell flat. But, you know, it you, just went I will give bad. you an E for effort. Okay. Uh, that's, you know, I don't have a whole lot of guesses other than... I have a few. Uh, brother or Cave of Gold Light or oh. something about the white black. Thingy? Yeah, light and dark. I, Yin yang, black white. My, now, now, my title guess is I was thinking something along the lines of the beginning, um, the something beginning. like that. But at the same time, I feel like they might they might have gone to that well before because we have the Mobisode, uh, and so it begins, I believe, which is the final Mobisode where we see Christian Shepherd, man in black, talking to Vincent, or maybe it's actually Christian Shepherd. I don't know. We we know hmm. that we know that the whispers are dead people on the island that can't move on, but. <laughs> I guess it, I guess it would be people that died on the island. That's what they are. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. I, guess, I don't know. Are the whispers people that die? I guess it has to be someone that died on the island. So, Man in Black tells Vincent to get Jack. Kind of, kind of odd <laughs> now that we think about it. But um, and then Abiturno, which uh, translated is like since eternity or something like that. So I don't think they would go with another title like that. Hmm. So I was thinking, How I Met Your Mother. Which is, uh, you know, it's popular CBS sitcom. Hey, this could be called The Other Mother. Other Mother? Yeah. Or B.I.B. B.I.B.? Bib? Boy in Black. Uh, yes, funny, funny, funny you should say that. Baby in Black. I was watching the uh, episode again, and on my rewatch, I noticed that he is actually credited as Boy in Black. Really? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. I think I called him Boy in Black during the episode. You did. Boy in Black. Bib. That is his official character name, apparently. Baby in Black. Boy in Black. Boy in Black. Adolescent in Black. The Teenager in Black. Abe. Tib. <laughs> like Abe. Kid in Black. Kib. Kib. So How I Met Your Mother, but... Young Adult in Black. Yaib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't how, know about that. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother. But I think I'm, I think I'm going to settle on, on a title, which is a callback to a season one episode, a classic. Uh, all the best cowboys have daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Bad parenting is all over this show. It's practically the central theme of the show. Like, yeah, yeah. bad parenting. Usually it falls on the shoulders of the father. But, you know, it's equal opportunity here. Uh, we see that, uh, you know, Jacob and Man in Black have some mother issues. So I was thinking all the best demigods have mommy issues. Oh, that's nice. Demigod. Yeah. <laughs> demigods. demigods. Yeah, I, I think they count as demigods, don't you? Yeah, a, a demigod is a, is a half god. Yeah, who uh, in, in mythology they have one mortal parent, one parent that's a god. Uh, like Hercules, I think was a demigod. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How about this could be uh, entitled "His Name Shall Be <laughs> Dot Dot Dot." Oh, ellipses. Ellipses. Is that the man in black's name? Just <laughs> Jacob and ellipses. <laughs> Uh, or like you say, in the beginning, could be like I said the beginning. So it oh, begins. the beginning. So it begins. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. Eh, I don't know. I don't really have a great title guess, so I'm gonna have to go with the listeners. Well, let's go to the listeners first. Up, we have G's Louise, who says, "I can only be one title, and that is trust me." Hmm. So, line from the episode. Good. Um, Carcinogeny writes in, and she has a few. She says, in the beginning. Oh. So I think you stole her title guess, Chris. You look on the, sure. look on the outline. Sure. Thought, oh. Right. All right, second title guess, Blood on My Kids. Yes. I knew you would be excited about that, of course. I'm not excited about Blood on Kids. <laughs> he hates kids. No. Little known fact. He's, he's surprisingly anti-child. Uh, I'm not big on blood on kids. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you cleared that up. I was, frankly, I was a little bit worried. I thought we would have to end the podcast now. <laughs> what else we got? We have all the best orphans have mommy issues. I feel Ooh, bad. I feel like I... Very similar. I feel like I stole hers. Same concept. Same concept. Orphans, demigods, potato, potato. You Ruth. say potato, I say potato. Ruth, you say it was a good episode... I say it was worst episode. <laughs> you don't really believe that. No, I don't. We'll talk about how, how divisive this episode was later on. Yeah. Um, and Carson O'Ginny ends by saying the title could be Bad Twin. Ooh. Tie back to season two. Gary Troop, Bad Spot Twin. Spot on. So you like Bad Twin. I like it. That would be impressive if they managed to fold that back into the mythology somehow. I like that. You do? That's Even, good. Especially if the whole series is just Gary Troop writing a book on a plane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because that wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> I think that I think the people that have spent six years watching the show <laughs> would really find that satisfying. 
It could be, depending upon the delivery. I don't know. You just don't know. I don't know. We'll see. What if I, I think I think any kind of ending that involves like it didn't really happen <laughs> is bound to disappoint a large majority of the people. What if I knew the ending? Oh, spoiler okay. file! I yeah. knew it. Let's just say I I knew it. Okay, oh, Chris I knew knows it. the ending. And let's say cover your ears <laughs> that I offer it to you as a like I'm not telling you I know it. I'm going to pretend I don't know it. And say hey Brian. What do you think if it ended like this? And then I spill it all out. And you go, that's terrible. That would be awful. See, but it might be good if you really watch it. Man. <laughs> I'm playing reverse psychology. I, I, I think I think, I think, think a big part of it hinges on the concept of the ending. But you're right. The delivery is a big part of it. It all depends on how they deliver it. I think so. Okay. So bad twin still is a good guess. That is your favorite guess. It's my so favorite far. guess so far. Uh, spoiler free 911 writes in. They say it was always you. Ooh. What's oh, a Oh, it's tough now. Oh, you like that <laughs> one too? Yes. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see if uh, spoiler free 911 can bring it again. Adam and Eve? Ooh. Really? But that was, you know, yeah, was, how long has that been a mystery? Uh, I mean, six seasons since season one. That's great title. Well, since that'd be a sp- House of the Rising Sun. That would be a spoiler that title. Be, that would be a complete spoiler. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's in the top running. <laughs> oh, all right. I don't know which one of these are the best. Uh, I don't belong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't a title. Guess I'm telling you, I I don't belong. I oh. I felt like that was. You don't belong here. I, I just. I guess that was inappropriate timing on my part. <laughs> no, no. Spoiler free none one says I don't belong. As a title guess. As a title guess. Or maybe they actually don't think they belong. I don't know. I'll write them back for clarification. Was it MIB that said I don't belong? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Now we have an audio guess. Ooh. From longtime listener, longtime contributor, Wheeze. Hi, Chris and Brian. It's listener Weave. I have not called in or even given feedback in forever, and for that I will be eternally sorry. So it's my goal and mission to make sure that I say something um, for the rest of the series, which I'm very, very tearful about that it's almost over. Just watched uh, tonight's episode, and wow, first of all, I loved it. Um, but secondly, I wanted to guess the title, and I think it was... Um, what did she say? Is uh, this is why we're here? I believe that's what she said. And yeah, that, I just said that's what she said. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is why we're here. That's my title guess. And once again, I'm sorry I haven't given any feedback in a while. I still really enjoy the podcast, and I miss you guys. So, does she get props for using an office reference? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. This is why we're here. That's what she said. Elmer <laughs> yeah. Fudd is in the house. Now that's Fran. Who? Fran? Fran. Oh, the nanny. <laughs> oh, I hate the nanny. It's just <laughs> awful. The worst thing ever. Really? No, it's not the worst thing ever. I don't enjoy it, though. Oh. So but this wh- is why we're here. That seems like a pretty solid title, guess. This is why we're here, Wheeze. And that's, this This is why we're here. We know. To we, guess the title. We know so much more now. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Thank you for calling in, listener Wheeze. Thank you, Wheeze. Next title guess is from Barry Zuckercorn. Barry! He's very good. And his title guess is Genesis. 
Nice. So pl- again, playing on that idea of the beginning. The beginning. So mm-hmm. thank you, Barry Zuckercorn. Uh, now we have a title guess from Mr. Bungle. Okay. Mr. Bungle says, "Afternoon, chaps." That's a pretty good guess. It's a good, good way to start off any email. Oh, that's not a guess. <laughs> he has only one title guess for this week's episode, and he says, "Worst." What? Episode. What? Ever. No. You're kidding. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all. <laughs> uh, that's all Mr. Bungle says. That's what he said? Love the show, Steve. So Mr. Bungle, not a fan. It's another, uh, I told you, it's divisive. Yeah. It's the gotta love it, gotta hate it episode. So, did he explain no, that's, why? That's it. That's all he said. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. No explanation? No, no. Just worst well, episode ever. He, okay, if you're a fan, and especially listening to podcasts, <laughs> and you play the home version of Guess the Title. Oh, yeah, the board game? Yeah. It, 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 it hardly quali- You know, you can't qualify your worst episode ever and not... Explain why. He just says worst episode ever. That's it. Okay. That's all he has to say. So he doesn't want to well, rock we, the boat too much. Well, we have we have emails later on that are from people explaining specifically what they did and did not like about the episode. Okay. So, I'll go for that. Uh, next up, Talkster writes in. Talkster. He says, many, many years from now, Charles is in charge. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Chris? I'll, yeah. Is that your new favorite? Many, many years from now, Charles in charge. I think it's uh, whenever we see an episode where Widmore or Charles is you, okay in charge. Then we can use it. It's like pretty obvious. But when he's not, and, and they try to reach and work Charles in there. <laughs> That's the best part. Oh, come on. In the future, come on. Charles will be in charge. Come on. I think instead of cutting to Jack and Kate and Locke... Uh, at the caves with Adam and, Eve's, uh, Adam and Eve skeletons, they clearly should have showed Widmore. <laughs> it doesn't matter what he's doing. He'll been eating a sandwich or, you know, commanding a submarine. But, yeah, that's what should have happened. Uh, he also says, blood on my cranium, back, yes. shoulder, That's a good arm. one. See, I don't know. When I mean, there actually is blood... In the episode, and then it's appropriate. But when they, when somebody you know tries to to shoehorn uh, blood on my <laughs> cranium, I don't know. I just I don't know how I feel about that. Brian, blood <laughs> is all over the place in every episode. Yeah, but Charles being in charge, you, it's a hit and miss. <laughs> no, no, that's where you're wrong. Charles is constantly in charge. It's kind of like Desmond and Locke, hit and miss. Oh, oh sorry. No. <laughs> Too soon. I know. Too soon. Hmm. His final title guess from Talkster uh, is Bad Twin. Oh. So, again, after the Gary Troop book, Bad Twin. So, interesting. Interesting that uh, he and Carcinogeny arrived at the same conclusion on what the title could be. I didn't even think of that. That, That's good, though. It is. It seems... Like that would be obvious. It's been there, it's been there for a while. They they set it up early on. Now it's time to go back and yeah. uh, pay that off. Uh, next email comes courtesy of Guitarchitect. Chris, yeah, what does the Guitarchitect have to say? 
Guitar Contact, <laughs> he says, Chris and Brian, my title guess for the antepenultimate episode. Wow. What was the last word? I'm not sure. Antepenultimate? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's not the penultimate episode. Yeah. It's the antepenultimate episode? Penultimate it's is like... The, like... It's like the episode before the penultimate episode? The penultimate being the one before the last? Before the last, and I suppose, you know, the last episode is just the ultimate episode. Okay, yeah. And the one before it, penultimate. Penultimate, and then before that... Antepenultimate? How and, about pre-penultimate? And then, and then before that... Post-pre. Is, is pre-antepenultimate. Ah, it's like a tongue, it's like tongue tangler. <laughs> Did that taste good on it's, your lips? It's like, it's, like, it's like we start ultimate, penultimate, antepenultimate, pre-antepenultimate... Wow. Pre-antepenultimate. Say that once. I can't very believe I slowly. said it. That's the, <laughs> Can I continue this? No, no. Let's, <laughs> let's dwell on this word. He, he said his guess for the uh, huh, episode on May 11th, as previously stated in the C-Box, is Heart of Lightness. Ah, very good. I see what he did there. Hmm. Playing off of Heart of Darkness. Yes. And his alternate title? Mom loves you as she loved Jacob. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I I do like that. Props, guitar architect. Well Nicely played. done. Well played, sir. Mr. Bad. You're right, son. He has some title guesses. He says, Mothers and Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you don't like Mothers and Brothers? That surpasses them all. Okay, so you think that's it? Mothers and Brothers? <laughs> no, that that's just humorous. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that was... It's almost like a sitcom. I don't know if that was the aim there. That's like a, a very, you know... I think you're uh, thinking of the recently canceled ABC drama Brothers, brothers and Sisters? Yeah. Mothers and Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that actually working. You see that being a title or it's a, a drama show? series? Yeah, no, it's a family drama. Family drama. It's about uh, a wealthy family living in Texas, of course. Hmm. Uh, oil—that's the source of their money. Hi, we'll talk about this after the show. <laughs> brothers of brothers. His next title guess is Brothers at War. Okay, which Chris finds considerably less humorous. <laughs> Oh, brother, where art thou? Ooh. So you see the recurring theme here? It's all about the brother. The brother in black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, he, he broke the pattern here. He says, Mommy Murderer. How about... That's the name ooh. of my, my 80s punk band. Well, who murdered Mommy? The brother. Yes. So see, brother still worked in there. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh, how about this one? Homeward Bound. Okay. See, I don't know. That's that's a pretty good title guess, I suppose. But I can't help but think of the uh, you know that old Disney movie. Yeah. Talking Dogs. Yeah. That movie was. I mean, I enjoyed it. Homeward Bound is actually a movie, and a book. And a book. The movie was based on the book. Yeah. Was the book also about talking animals? No. No. Okay. That's good. Homeward Bound, I don't know. Because I, when you say Homeward Bound, I think uh, there, there, you know, there's this Disney movie uh-huh. about talking dogs. <laughs> they didn't really talk. You they, just heard their thoughts. Uh, no, they communicated with one another. Yeah, via their thoughts. So it's like it's like they're <laughs> telepathic. 
Yeah, okay. I I guess I it's don't like know. They, if... did, they didn't have the budget to make the dog's mouth move. <laughs> yeah, no budget. We're just going to... They, they didn't have the budget to feed the dog peanut butter and then watch his mouth move. <laughs> oh, that's how they do it? That's how they do it. No. It's the magic of the movies. I've ruined it for you. I'm going to have to film a new episode with my dog. <laughs> and Mr. Bed's final title guess is... I I am my brother's keeper. Oh. And I keep him next to our dead mother in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> the winner. That's it? You think that's it? Yeah, they get better. Uh, well, that puts a tremendous amount of pressure on Neil Orange Peel, who is next. Let's see. Let's see if he can take it up a notch again. Come on, Neil. He says, hi, guys. Um, oh, he talks about our podcast not being around. But he, even though he's unable to find us, he still uh, plays guess the title. That is commitment. <laughs> That's dedication. I don't, even, I don't even know if you guys are still around, but just in case. here <laughs> I'm going to play anyway. Here are my title guesses. We do appreciate that. Cheers. His title guesses are Child's Play. What okay. do you think, Chris? Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Across the sea. Hmm, that's interesting. Origins. Origins. Okay. The heart of the island. Now oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I, do, I also, I could see that working. Goodbye, brother. Yeah, that's possible. And then he has a quick note here at the end. Um, we finally found out who Adam and Eve are. Uh, so, do you think there is a connection between Man in Black and Hurley? As both the young man in black and Hurley can see dead people. Mm, nah. Think about it. Think about it, because you know, young man in black and Jacob were playing the game, and boy in black saw the mother, but Jacob could not. Just as Hurley can see dead people, a current day on the island, but has, others cannot. Has Jack ever seen Jacob? After Jacob was dead? No, no, he is no. not. Okay. In fact, I mean, on several occasions they've done scenes with with Hurley, Jacob, and a third party who cannot see Jacob. Oh. The one that comes to mind is Dogen in the temple. Yeah. And there, there's another example there somewhere. Huh. Goodbye, brother. And... Hmm. Yes. And... What's the... Uh, skip. What's the... Okay, Child's Play. I kind of get that. That could be the game. Yeah. And that's also a movie and stuff. Across the Sea... Well, across the, what is is that? What is that? Well, it was said multiple times in the episode. It's like, oh, you came from across the sea. Oh, okay. Alluding to anything that's not on the island. But she was so big on nothing else existed out there except the island. But then, but she came clean eventually. She did say, okay, there is something across the sea, and then uh, the boy in black's mother told him that's you know that's where you came from is across the sea. Hmm. All right. It's just kind of an odd focus for the episode. Yeah. It does. I mean, I could, I, could, I could see them going for it, but I just don't know. I think they ought to go with... It's no, I am my brother's keeper and yes. I keep him in a cave next to my dead mother. <laughs> Clearly, that is the winner here. That's the ultimate in the antipenultimate episode. <laughs> uh, that's it. That, that is our final title guess. Really? For this episode, okay. So, are wow. you ready? Are you ready for the big reveal on what the title of this, the fifteenth episode of Lost season six, is? Oh, 
You are not going to believe this, sir. Yes. It is across the sea. It is. It is across the sea. Are you it's pulling my leg? No, no, no. I wish I were. This is interesting. <laughs> hmm. What I'm unimpressed. What do you think? You're not Worst <laughs> Best episode title title ever ever no <laughs> no. Um, I'm a little on uh undivided right now. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, uh, props to Neil, oh. Neil Orangepeel. Yeah. Neil on the head. He uh, he wins. How did he do that? You win. What did he win? A not organ sound? Yeah, he wins the lost sound. The lost sound, okay. <laughs> if, you win, if you win two weeks in a row, you get an organ sound named after you. Or a Jeopardy sound effect? Hmm... What is an organ sound? Ah, something that's played on Lost Unlocked uh, numerous times. I will take potent potables for a thousand. <laughs> I'll take organ sound number 23. Give me famous mustaches for 500. Oh, organ sound 33. Okay. Some of these are ear piercing. They are. They can be. <laughs> okay, what do we do next? Well, you know, after we play Guess the Title across the sea, mm-hmm. um, it's, of course, time to play everybody's favorite game, Lost in 15. That's right. Gather around, boys and girls, children of all ages, men, women, uh, smoke monsters. This is... Talking dogs where we read their thoughts. <laughs> Telepathic dogs? <laughs> This is our world-famous Lost in 15 segment, where one of us this week, Chris, is going to attempt to summarize the events of the episode in 15 seconds. Okay. Can you do it? I want to try. That is the question. Are you ready, Chris? You have been training for years for this moment. Well, according to the episode title, all I need to say is, the place where Jacob and Nameless Boy came from. Across the sea. Yeah. Uh, no, that isn't some of the episodes. You just, you, you summarized the title. <laughs> the title. <laughs> you managed to summarize the title New in, segment. In, in, in more words than the actual title. Why haven't we been doing that the whole time? What, title in 15? Yes, explaining the title in 15 uh, seconds. I don't, wow, I don't know. What, a, see, what a wasted opportunity. We should have been doing yeah, that. Yeah, to see if the title accurately... You know, reflects. All right, all right. Let's let's do a, let's do a pilot of it right now, just to see if we should have. Okay. All right. I'm I'm gonna just come up with an episode name randomly, and uh, you 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 see if you can summarize the meaning of that title in 15 seconds. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's see. I'm gonna go with um I don't know Eggtown. Um. Well, a town where eggs were mentioned. Right. Talked about eggs, cooked eggs, Fertility. saw your cooked eggs, and then uh, yeah, no um, talk of female fertility let's problems. See. All, right, all right, fine. Well, one more. I'll give you one more. Um, some like it, Hoth. <laughs> some like it. he's our you. He's our you. All right, all right, okay. Um, white rabbit. White rabbit. Oh, uh, Ben's favorite animal. It's nothing to do with that episode whatsoever. No, you just it's just explain the title. This is not going to work. <laughs> uh, clearly, this is why we have not been doing it. 
Okay, I'll, I'll give. Um, okay, let me give you one. Epi- episode fifty. Oh, again. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna push this failure to to the next level by making me do it? <laughs> oh, that's the next level. You're going to publicly shame me? <laughs> no, certainly not. All right, all right go ahead. G- give me a title. Any title. Uh. In translation. Uh, in translation, it was Sun Engine centric, uh, and of course, it, it continued their their their, their setup um, t- title convention of Lost Ellipses. In translation. Oh, you missed it. Just like and found. Yeah. Okay. This is awful. This is clearly <laughs> why we don't do this. Okay. We know what we do do. What do we do? What, you know what we do is we uh we play Lost in Fifteen. Where you get some of the events of I'm ready to of go across the sea. Well, well, how did we get here? I'm not sure. How did we allow this to happen? But Chris? I'm ready. It's like can I can I do it? No, no, you can't. Come on. No, you don't. You don't have what it takes. Uh, please let let me redeem myself. Okay. Well, I, all right. As long as I get a shot at redemption afterwards. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, across the sea in 15 seconds. Shipwrecked Claudia lands on the island, has twins, Jacob and MIB. She's killed by another mother who raises the brothers. They were brought there because of a cave of gold light. MIB finds that other mother has lied and kills her. Jacob takes her place and creates the black smoke monster by killing his brother. Who have crossed the sea. He really <laughs> kill his brother because he can't kill his brother. She made it to where they could not kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> I love the uh, recurring uh, okay. sound there. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by the Dr. Seuss Collection, now available on iPhone. It's an iPhone app. Uh, another mother. But they can't kill each other because other mother made it so. Yeah, oh brother. But but it was a fate. It was a fate worse than death. Yes. He got turned into a. Ominous pillar of black smoke. He got turned into something worse than death. I don't know. It seems like a pretty cool trick. Turn into any person you want it's to. It's like a party. It's like a party trick. And just float around the Check island. Check out what I can do. <laughs> any famous person. Go ahead, stab me. I'm Elvis. <laughs> Kill me. Shoot me. Watch the bullets bounce. Uh, some say they go through him. Watch them go through. Watch them go through. <laughs> bullets can go through me. That's not that impressive. Yeah, I just if they did bounce off, you know, th- I mean, that's that's a trait that he shares with Superman. But they're they're the only two people that that would happen to. Watch them ricochet. Maybe Neo <laughs> from the Matrix. I don't know. <laughs> just think, uh, our losties are hurting for entertainment, and suddenly the Black Smoke, who has reconciled his differences with them, decides <laughs> to entertain them by turning into Elvis. Hey, everybody. Thank you for coming to the island tonight. Hi. <laughs> that is a killer Elvis. Everybody, don't step on my black smoke shoes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the laugh. I'm not sold on the laugh. I don't know the Elvis laugh. <laughs> Elvis never laughed. Fun fact. Oh, really? He was always stone cold serious about it. Hiya. Hiya. Is that how he sneezed? Yeah, you know, that, I'm starting to feel like that's more like a Robin Williams being Elvis. Really? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, Robin Williams is... No, 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 Mrs. Doubtfire. We will no, not... No, you got me. We will not let Mrs. that happen. Doubtfire? Mrs. Doubtfire? Mrs. <laughs> oh, yeah. is, is this Is this some kind of reflection on the episode, Chris, that we've... Spent like twenty minutes of the podcast thus far talking about 
Robin Williams and Elvis. It won't be long. Other nonsensical things. And we will not be able to do this. Oh, we can do this at any time. Not the lost part, but just... Really? Talk about nothing? Absolutely. Man! But we only have so long. We only have three more, three more chances. Three more chances to unlock Lost. Yeah, that's right. Only three more, only three more unlocking Lost <laughs> segments to left <laughs> until the shocking finale. Who will live? Who will die? The ul- to find out. The ultimate episode. Yes, of course. This is our Ant Up and Ultimate podcast. Flash sideways. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Lost Unlocked. Chris and Brian. I'm Brian. This is Chris, the man who is the first person ever to use the word text as a verb. Wow. I I prefer to be known as the guy who who coined the word I'm. Oh, you mean I am. No, I like to say I'm. But it's I am. I am is you're saying the letters, like instant message. Yes. I am. It's an I am. That's an acronym. It's not a word. Yeah. You got to coin it together to make a word. But, I'm. But it's like it's like it's like the CIA. You don't call them the. Uh, no, the CIA is an acronym. You well, know, I I am is an acronym as well. We so can, is laser. So is radar. That, that is true. So well, what are you gonna say? What, what is what? Do is, you use the L A S E R? Yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> oh, I need I need an R A D A R. No, you say radar. I'm laser. I say text. See, that's not an acronym. Yeah, it's not. I, I don't like... I, I don't know. Really, this is all... Uh, the first time I heard someone say, I am... You thought they were saying, I am. No, when they that, said... That, that's the confusion there. If you say, I'm, <laughs> say, you think it's like I apostrophe M. Like, I'm... When they like, said, go ahead, um, I, I am me. It's I like, you, you are you. <laughs> Ooh. How relevant. Yes. When I heard someone say, send me an I am, I thought, ha! They don't know what they're talking about. Fools! <laughs> because I actually picked that up in the early days of AOL. Really? Where people said, That's true. I'm. That was a thing, yes. Instead of, I am. You were also the first man to use the emoticon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the real Lost Unlocked, where uh, if you're listening to the podcast you just heard, uh, Across the Sea. Oh, we can say the title now. Yeah. Across the Sea. Just heard the, uh, guess the title? The great Man in Black Jacob-centric episode. And the Lost in 15. So, with that behind us, The anti-penultimate episode. (laughs) The anti-penultimate, that's right. Now we get into this week's uh, Lost in 15 and guess the title. That's right. Should we go? Are we ready? So. So, this week, episode 616, what... Do you think the title was Chris? Yes. Hmm. Well, it was spoken. The end is is near. The end is near. Very. So, I think. I think it was like very close to the end. Was also said. Very close to the end. Because we're very close. The to end the is end. very close. The end is nigh. He could have said the E N D is very close. But what? What's an acronym <laughs> for? Like end. Near death. Oh, God, that does sound good. You can't have the first letter of your acronym be end. It's like, then it's just like an ongoing chain because that's another acronym. Okay, eternity nor death. I don't know. 
Oh, but since this end is, is the end and it's near. The end is near. How about something like, you know, catchy and spontaneous and fitting like Revelation, Resolution, Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Remember that one? I do remember that. That is a callback, sir. <laughs> uh, you know, lock it up. It's done. It's over. Put a bow on it. Yep. Game over. That's the title. Could Thank be you for something playing, everyone. like the failsafe. Yeah, that's good. I like that. With with focus on Desmond. Desmond is the failsafe. He's the failsafe. Which is really interesting considering the end of season two. Uh, or something really that I just like, but it doesn't fit. A merging of two realities. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds. yeah no, no relevance there. I like Insula a Deleo. What, what is that? That is what the Black Smoke Monster wants to do. Destroy the island, and it's said in Latin. Ah, Latin, very nice. Insula like a Deleo. We go for. We could go for another Latin title. Yeah, because this wasn't Abiturno Latin as well. Yes. Okay. And so was question mark. Oh, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't know it was a Latin I, question mark. I, I can't. I can't believe I didn't. It makes much more sense now. Well, you obviously have not taken Latin classes. I have not. I well, think I took French. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Why would anyone take French? <laughs> no offense to our French listeners. Okay. Uh, my really top of the list title guess is. Jack becomes a candidate. Blonde boy becomes Jacob. Ben gets creepy. Locke kills Zoe, and Widmore gets shot. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was like Lost in Five, wasn't it? it? Yeah, that's the spoiler title. You could have won that contest we had. <laughs> oh. Could have been Adu Jacob. You, you have a lot of lot of I title know. guesses this week. It's just fun. Like I, you're you're putting me to shame. I think I have like two. Oh, I'm going for The End is Near. The End is Near. Something like that. I like that. Yeah. It's fitting, because The End is Near. So, Brian, you know what? If if this title hadn't been used before, I feel yes. as though this episode could have been called Orientation. Hmm. Jacob has the meeting of the candidates, yes. uh, talking about the responsibilities of being the protector of the island. It felt like an orientation. Round table at the round fire? Yes. <laughs> Gather round. Campfire stories. Ah. But um, in, 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 in show, showing, showing you that I'm clearly defeated here, my final title guess is Blood oh. on Jacob's Hands. Nice. Because you know, Kate, Kate demands an explanation like, oh, you know, is, is, you know, is this you know, what caused Saeed and Sun and Jin to die because you had their names on that cave? So... Yeah. The blood is now on Jacob's hands. How fitting. Yes. Plus, I really hope for you that they would just use that, because wouldn't that be wild? Yeah, I'm saving that for the last one. Oh, the finale? You think there'll be blood on my hands? <laughs> Gotta be blood somewhere. Yeah, you're going in You're going in <laughs> the finale. You're going to use that regardless. <laughs> uh, come on, Tyler. Yes, blood on, blood on my hands. Well, it's been the mainstay for me for how long yeah, now? Not a few years. It would really More than one. be a contradiction of who I am if I abandoned it at the... <laughs> Ultimate episode, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. So you're going to stick by that? I don't know. I guess following that logic, my title guess for the finale is Charles in Charge. <laughs> so Yeah, let's not do that. I hope I don't know. I'm curious. How can how can Charles take uh how can Charles take charge now? Hmm. I don't know if he can come back from this. Uh he was shot on the island. Not here. Right. Maybe he'll be healed. And could he could come back from another timeline. 
Or maybe he could be like a dead person that Hurley sees that can't move on. Ooh, nice. Or, you know what, maybe maybe we just see him in the flash sideways do something important. <laughs> that could also Okay, work. Brian, what's your final guess? Blood on Jacob's hands. Okay. Yes. And we have guesses from the listeners? We do. Okay. Neil Orange Peel writes in. He guesses father figure. Ah. Um, which applies to Ben and Alex. He's the closest thing she had to a father. Uh, ooh, coincidence or fate. Mm. That's a good one. Yes. And he also guesses the failsafe. Oh, I should have kept that. And his final title guess is Alpert Learns to Fly. <laughs> Poor Richard. I know. I hope he's not dead. No. After after such a great uh, stay on the show, it would be terrible to have him die off camera in the penultimate episode. Yeah, it wasn't really um, a concrete scene. It was just, you know, he comes in. Oh, nah, man, he got he got flung a good ways, though. So yeah, if if he did survive, he can't be doing well. Uh, but Patchy has stood up to far more, and Patchy didn't live forever. Yeah, you're right. He did not. I think Richard is still hanging in there, I hope. Me too. I hope he returns for the finale. Well, you know, Smoke Monster just had it out for him. You followed Jacob all this time, I'm going to hit you. Get out of my way, don't yeah. need you. I, I, I hope he has a greater purpose after being on the island for so many years. Yeah, I hope so too. All right. Nice guess. Uh, thank you, Neil Orange Peel. Mr. Bungle writes in. And he's he's excited for this episode because uh, he says it's an improvement over last week, which he called the worst episode ever. In- <laughs> That's in- right. Incorrectly, I might add. Oh. Uh, he says, I'm returning with more TGing. Short for title guessing. Glad you clarified that. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll pass the toilet paper here, Mr. Bungle. <laughs> his short list includes... Blow it to hell, which is how much oh. C four. Uh, that's right. They they they're like oh, uh, that's how much they they took. Uh, Doctor Beat, in up. <laughs> Why is it Doctor Beat? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that reference either. I th- I was hoping you would. Oh. Like if I uh, Doctor Beat. I can look it up. In up. Doctor Beat in up maybe, though. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's like a UK thing. Huh. could be. The doctor beat sounds like someone who's good at uh, mixing beats. So, so you know? That's your uh, DJ name on the weekends, right? Uh, it looks like it's an inter- international single released by Miami Sound Machine, sung by Gloria Estefan. Oh. Dr. Beat. I, I was not aware of that. I've got this feeling deep inside of me. Deep inside of me. I just can't control my feet. Dr. Beat. <laughs> How enlightening. Thank okay. you, Chris. So he's going with a song reference, but he's added to it. Dr. Beaten Up. Beaten Up. Uh, Mr. Bungle also guesses Charles Uncharged. <laughs> Uncharged. Oh, I like Sorry. it. Hmm. And Trapped in the Closet, but not with R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly wants to fly. I, I believe he can fly. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if Richard believes that. I don't know. What's his final guess? His final title guess is very close to the end. Ah, so both of them have have been similar to mine. True. 
Maybe. I like how everyone copies me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. And he says, no additional ramblings this week. Full steam ahead to the big finale. Yes. He also knows steam. that uh, Russo scrubbed up well. I think so. Yes. She had an eye for Ben, but we'll get there. We'll talk about it. <laughs> what that may or may not mean. Uh, Guitar Architect writes in the title guesses. Christopher, uh, could you tell me what Guitar Architect has Guitar to say? Guitar Architect! He's happy to say this again. <laughs> <laughs> Best episode ever! It was quite good. I did enjoy it. Now that was for this, this week's episode. Yes. Um, and he said again. So he said this. He has said this before. Who says that, like, more than once? I mean, there can't be more than one best episode ever. Uh, yeah, people, <laughs> like, they contradict themselves. Or the show's getting better all the time. So you can always declare the new episode to be the best ever. I mean, we don't do that. We, I mean, we pick one, we say that is it. We <laughs> of don't course. just... Uh, cabin do Fever, you? of course, yeah. Or, best do episode you do ever. that, Brian? <laughs> I don't think. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to go back and listen. He says, I think that the title for this one has to come from the line Sawyer said about Jack. When he said, and I thought he had a God complex before. <laughs> yeah, and Kate's like, Sawyer. I know. Therefore, <laughs> my pick for this week's episode is God complex. Ah, interesting. Ah. I like that. That sounds very captivating. Just captures the essence of the show. Curse you, Guitar Attacked! <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, it can also be used to describe the show Lost as a whole. As in this dialogue that has surely happened many places around the world since September 22nd, 2004. Oh. So let's read the script here. Brian, you'll take... I'll um, be guy one. Guy one? I've and been, I'll be guy uh, number two. I've been preparing my whole life to play the part of guy one. Okay, let's do it. Hey, you've heard of that show Lost, right? Uh, yeah. I've never seen it, but I, I told it has that Hobbit dude in it, right? Yeah, it does. Well, how would you describe the show to me and say two words? Mm, God complex. <laughs> hmm. And now we know. Okay. Does that describe the show? Yes. Okay. That's better than Lost in 15? That's Lost in like one. True. Huh. Thank you, sirs, he says. As always, it is a pleasure to glean from your lost knowledge. How about our unlocked knowledge? No, no. That, nobody likes that part of the show. They like the lost knowledge. <laughs> okay. The unlocking, that's like a bonus we throw in. Like, hey, buy Lost. You get the unlocking for free. Nice. Isn't it, though? So now some feedback from our guest from Talkster. Yes, our final title guest of the day comes courtesy of Talkster okay. from Korea. He says, first, big news. My usual guest to you, the host, finally comes th this... Ah, sorry. Finally come together this episode, and here is proof that the writers listen to your podcast. Yeah? His title guess is Blood on Charles's Hands. I like it. And, and the proof is, whether it was physical, I couldn't tell. But Flock made it figurative when Charles said, don't say anything, and Flock slit Zoe's neck. Ah. Oh. Saying basically, Charles, you were in charge. Ah, you ah. told her not to talk to me. <laughs> she did. And that made her pointless to you, so I killed her for you. Wow. Thus... 
we have blood for Chris <laughs> and Charles in charge for Brian. That is brilliant. In the same scene, Brian. Yes. So how else could we explain this fact other than to conclude that the scene is, in fact, a shout-out to Lost Unlocked? <laughs> that is magnanimous. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Talkster. I get blood on Charles's hands. Of course. Yeah. No, but then he says he has three real guesses. What? Oh, no. Aww. So that, what a... that, 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 was a, that was a fictional guess. Where's my boo sound? <laughs> boo! Are <laughs> you booing somebody that's really bad at Pac-Man? No, get the power pellet, the power pellet. Oh. No, I'm also celebrating the Pac-Man 30th anniversary. No, you and Google. Apparently. Yes, yes. So those three actual title guesses are To Know Why. To Know from, Why. From Kate Sline. I want to know why. Okay. Question and Answers. Ooh, question mark. But it's spelled with a question mark. I don't think it'll be question mark and answers. Would you read it question mark and answers, or is it just a clever way to spell it out? Well, according to you, Brian, it would be amp- it would be question mark ampersand answers. See, that would be better. <laughs> <laughs> now, a question and answers with the, the question mark in it, which is a yeah. callback to the season two episode. Question mark. And finally, everything you need to know. Which but we're afraid a, to ask. Which is a line from Jacob. Oh. That's right. He said everything you need to know. So, thank you, Talkster. Yes. A good title guesses. You think any of them got it? I think, uh, you know, some of them are pretty good. They could be close. For some reason, I don't think anyone got it. Really? Not yeah. even yourself. Usually, right. you're pretty confident in yourself. Uh, this week, I am not. Because we are nearing the end so you think the titles are getting more elusive, harder to track down. Anything goes. Um, hmm. All right. Well, I think it's more overarching, titley. You think so? Is it soundbitey? I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe like <laughs> second chances. I thought I briefly thought second chances for a title, but that just seems too broad. It seems like like the theme of the season with the flash sideways is that these people are getting. Another shot at many things. Yeah. All right. So, do you know the title? You gonna get it there and I, I'm, find I, out? I'm queuing it up right now. All right. Well, the penultimate episode. I can't believe this, Brian. This is the second to last time we'll ever guess. Oh. It is called. What they died for. What they died for. Okay. So, wow, that really came from Kate. I did. She wanted to know. What are the odds? That's pretty good. A Kate line. Huh. Uh, who was close? Uh, talk, <laughs> Talkster was close. Yeah, Talkster mentioned... Um, to know why. I want to know which, why. Which is the Kate line. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All right. Very cool. Amazing. Impressive, I would say. So, why they died? What they died for. What they died for. And so, I mean, specifically in the context that she used it, it was referring to Sun and Jin and Saeed. I would like to think Frank was included in there. You know, if this was an acronym, it would be WTDF. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That doesn't almost, sound too good. sounds vulgar. I, yeah. I don't think we can say that on a podcast. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get the explicit tag. 
I'm just saying what they died for. I would like to think in, you know, in general. See, isn't it, refers, it better to say it? It refers to everyone. Isn't that right? It, Point proven, Brian. Wow. No, this that is does, fate. That does not prove your point. You can't say letters and see, you end up with something like this. It sounds crude. It, it, if I were you, I'd read it as. <laughs> there are no vowels in that word. Exactly. That's why you say the name. <laughs> Following that logic, you would want to say instant message. I think I'm going to celebrate by having my, uh, my drink in the studio we usually have here. My sparkling pomegranate limeade. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate. All right. Enjoy that. I still think I was right. That is a loud can. <gasps> oh, the black smoke monster just got out. <laughs> oh. What okay. they died for. What they died for. What Locke died for. Ah, wow. Bitch. Hmm. Let's talk about it in 15 seconds. Uh, here to give us the lowdown is one of your hosts, Brian, who has become the resident expert. Oh, this is a uh, this is a bit of a bit of a sad moment for me, Chris. This is my final time doing Lost in 15. Oh uh, yes, at least a regular Lost in 15. Uh, after all oh, these years, cherish this is it. Cherish it, Brian. What what if I what if I mess it up what if i ruin my my final chance of lost in 15 oh that's never happened that's how i'll be remembered <laughs> yeah the last one for better or worse this is going down in history <laughs> somehow i have the faith that whether it's coincidence or fate you'll come out smelling like a glass ballerina <laughs> what <laughs> I'm just trying to use episode names. But that? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I forgive you. <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay. 15 seconds to recap what they what died they for. What they died for. And uh, here we go with Brian's recap in 15. Everything seems to be coming together in the sideways world. While on the island, Unlock murders Unlock murders Zoe, Chris cheers. Ben murders Widmore, Brian cries. Jacob passes the torch on to Jack, and Unlock plans to use Dez to destroy the island. Okay. Uh, yeah, how is Unlock going to use Dez to destroy the island? No, that's, that's the question. That is the setup for the grand finale. You kind of spoiled my hurrah, though. What hurrah? What are you talking about? When we got to the part where uh, Unlock swiped Zoe. Yes. I mean, that's sad. But I was just going to kind of give a sarcastic, aw. <laughs> and you actually said, Chris. Chris, cheers. Cheers. He stood up and <laughs> pumped his fist. Good riddance, I say. It was a bad way to rid of her, though. Yeah, that's harsh. Even even Chris felt bad for her. Yeah. It's like Chris, that's awful. Who, who, uh, you know, we know because he's got on record to say he doesn't like Zoe. Yeah. Or children. But that doesn't mean I like the way they got rid of her. It's that, awful. Well, I mean, how would you prefer they get rid of her? Like, she, she gets on a canoe, like, I'm leaving the island, guys. <laughs> yeah, or taking the sub, you know, back. Or, uh, like, I'm just going to go take a nap in the, uh, I don't know. Oh, I, <laughs> I was trying to think of a station. Most of them have been blown up. It's like <laughs> the flame, no. The swan, No. The looking the glass, maybe the arrow. The arrow, sure. The staff. The staff. The tempest. She could say, "Hey guys, I'm gonna go take a nap," and 
Oh, well, what's this donkey wheel? Let me push it. <laughs> Maybe. And she just goes to different, you know, uh, but, Tunisia. But, <laughs> but what effect would that have on the island? We don't know, but Zoe would be gone. Okay. That's all that matters, I guess. In Tunisia. To you. <laughs> to me. Uh, well done, Brian. Thank you, sir. Well done. All right, so does that mean we are now going to give general thoughts on these past two episodes, Across the Sea and What They Died For? Let's give our general unlocked thoughts. I'm thinking, when I post the podcast, mm -hmm. we combine the titles and call the podcast What They Died For Across the Sea. Hmm. No? How about Across the What They Sea Died For? I don't know. Uh... I'll just call it the penultimate podcast. Yeah. Because I like... I like uh, penultimate. I like how that got thrown into an email earlier. Earlier today in this podcast. And now, now we're just throwing it around like it's part of our everyday vernacular. Oh, yeah, it's the penultimate episode, of course. <laughs> Across the sea, they died. Okay. Four. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Four of them died. Oh, four. How about okay. four across the sea died? What? what? <laughs> uh, so, Brian, overall thoughts. I mean, wow. So, the black smoke monster, or the man in black, he created the donkey wheel. Yeah, that was... Specifically, I want to talk about that. I thought... Well, that's really wild, so we're just going to pull out <laughs> some scenes and... I just, just that specific thing. <laughs> okay. I get to do this after this. I then. thought that, you know, the donkey wheel is the donkey wheel. It's mysterious. It moves the island. People wake up in Tunisia. That's fine. I accept that. We don't need any kind of clarification or origin story for the donkey wheel. Yet, the writers felt the need to give it to us. And I thought it was great. Yeah. I was I was impressed the way they, they, they so seamlessly wove it into the, the, the narrative of the episode. Okay. It didn't. It didn't feel. It didn't feel out of place. Like they were going out of their way. Like okay, now we have to explain the donkey wheel. It. It just. It, it was very impressive the way they. They folded it into the episode. I thought. Um. It channels the light and water. What else do you need to know, Chris? Yeah. See, that's what I'm a little confused on because. Uh, here we've got Man in Black, down inside this, cave. Sure. Whole underground room. Okay. Where the other mother shows up. The other mother, yes. And he's like, oh, hey, Mom, I'm going to take this wheel here and channel the, like you say, water and light. Yes, the heart of the island. We're not sure how, how he knows the specific combination. Well, he just does. He's special. <laughs> he knows things. But Mom pushed him up against the wall. Knocked him out cold. When the donkey wheel was still yet to be, to be in place. Well, somebody else went down there and put it up. Uh, okay. Yeah, see, that's what I'm getting at. The Who donkey wheel finished right there. the construction of the donkey wheel? Maybe he did. Before... He could, take, he could take the form of a body, go down there, finish it up, attempt to leave the island, but he can't because he's imprisoned there. Yeah, but his mom knocked him out, and then mom must have carried him out of the well... And then killed everybody and crushed the well in and burned the... She did a lot. <laughs> she is. She was the original smoke monster. It looked like she could have been, and there's been some talk. There's been some talk. I think we might have talked about it. She just seemed to appear in that chamber, so... 
Yeah. And then you, you couple that with the but fact we, that this woman destroyed and burned a village. So We I, did talk about it, but has yet to be talked about. <laughs> if you get my drift. Okay, all right. Maybe. <laughs> I think I might. Uh, just just quick vote. Do you think she is the monster or was? That's questionable. And then once once she died, then that... Um, I mean, that left the position open. That's why Man in Black was able to fill that role. Oh. It's very convenient the way she died, and then he got thrown into the heart of the island and became the smoke monster. I would have to say it looks strange, but I'm going to go with no. How do you kill a smoke monster? Yeah. You say no. That's that's crazy, because traditionally you think everything's a smoke monster. <laughs> I, I am the naysayer. That's true, but I don't believe Other Mother can be the person that Jacob replaces... And Smoke Monster replaces. She'd be both. It's about duality. Yeah. All in one person? Sure. Mm. It's about about the duality within all of us. We have this capacity for good and evil. She seemed bad. Because she killed the real mother. Yeah. So. (laughs) She was looking for a replacement. She wanted that blank slate. She wanted that baby to to raise. So you think, um, after the Mm. well had caved in, uh... Man in Black, as Smoke Monster, possessed a body or took a form of a body and finished up the construction later. He might have done it himself, or we know that people, many people have been brought to the island over the years. I mean, it could have been like one of his original plans to get someone else to finish the donkey wheel mm. and then to try to use that. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about what his plan was to, to access this loophole, which they've talked about. It did involve the donkey wheel. Ben had to move the island. And then he actually appeared as Christian Shepherd and told Locke to, move, to turn the donkey wheel. Yes, he did. In order for Locke to be killed and brought back to the island so he could take that form. And then uh, it, all, it, all plays into him to, it all plays into him getting Ben to kill Jacob. So he and using needed, Locke to do it. So he needed the donkey wheel. So I think it's a possibility that he finished the donkey wheel. It seems like you'd have to. But when did they freeze it? <laughs> Frozen donkey wheel. That sounds like something like, you'd like see a, on a... Like a dairy treat. Yeah, on like a, an ice on cream a van. Ice cream van, exactly. I'll have the frozen donkey wheel. <laughs> you know, one of those playing the entertainers that goes to the neighborhood? I love... Yeah. <laughs> mommy, mommy, I want the frozen donkey wheel. <laughs> that is That is the best uh, song for an ice cream truck to play. I'm not sure why, but, you know, we have an ice cream truck that comes through here. Do you? Yeah, it came... Uh, Does he play the entertainer? That's classy. No, it's very... It's... Very modern? Almost weird, what he plays. <laughs> it's a number of kids' songs, but, like, in the middle of the song, it just stops, and you hear and, this and you, lady's voice. You hear someone say, ice cream. No, she just says, hello, and then it goes back to playing the music. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like someone's spirit is trapped in the ice cream truck. <laughs> this sounds like it has the potential to be like an ABC family sitcom. Like uh, one of the tunes, I think, is It's a Small World. Do, 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 do. Hello? Do, 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 do. Isn't that freaky? Is it, is it like pre-programmed or is it the driver? Oh, it's pre-programmed. It's not the driver trying to lure children to the van? Every song, same voice. Hello? Yeah, that just sounds annoying. <laughs> you want to hear it. So if I had an ice cream truck, what song would I play? I think that's Q the W. 
And I think I would play... The Frozen Donkey Wheel theme. The Life and Death theme. Ooh, no! You you, you don't think I would have good business? We've got to move this conversation. No, I want to know what you would play in your ice cream truck. (laughs) The LU theme? Or just a random assortment of organ sounds? No, every time I think of an ice cream truck... I remember this music video in from the eighties. Oh, the eighties uh, of this guy I've who heard was those. he was writing a song about at the time there were people blowing up abortion clinics. Uh-huh. And he wanted to show people how foolish that was. That's not the way to get the point across. Okay. So he took it to extremes and he uh, he decided to drive an ice cream van around town a- as a cover up for blowing up abortion clinics. <laughs> this, uh, this seems oddly politically charged so, for a podcast, but yes. So the ice cream had, like, explosive names on them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so I just get visions of that. It just, you know, it's kind of weird and I'm, funny. I'm sorry that we let us here. <laughs> you never know where we're headed. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> uh, it's a point well taken that you, it's stupid. That's not the way to... To, you know, get a point across by blowing up buildings. That's true. You don't do that. It's Only smoke monster can do that. Violence is not the answer, <laughs> unless you're a smoke monster, which it is the only answer. Or yeah, flock. Mm. Back to killing Zoe. Mm. Yeah. Violence, Brian. Violence. Well, anything else in across the sea that uh, uh, across the sea? Uh, we t- I don't know if we talked about this earlier in the podcast, but the uh, the Man in Black doesn't have a name. Yeah, that was... I like... I enjoy it. He, he was never given a name. As far as we know. As far as we know. The ultimate episode could... You think so? You think they're holding it off until the final moments of the finale. By the way, his name's Jeff. <laughs> well, that's one of my two theories. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff K. Smoke Monster. <laughs> Middle initial K? Yes. Uh, which stands for nut. Which... What? Silent K. Silent K. K N U T T. I was thinking claws. Claws. Hmm. Mm. Or Claudia with a K. Oh, nice. Named after his mother. His mother. Good. Or just how about like Bad Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no? good Jacob, bad Jacob. Yeah. He could be a. Uh, Bocage. It's Jacob backwards. Oh, he's Bizarro Jacob. Bocage. Reverse Jacob. <laughs> Bizarro. I had two theories on that. Okay. Number one, MIB really does have no name. That's I. I subscribe to that theory. That if is so, the one I believe. Um, the only way I see this fitting in to the overall plot. Is that it's a lack of foresight on the mom. She didn't know she's having twins. That's true. She did say that. She only picked out um, one name. So he's kind of nameless, void, which he turns into the smoke monster, which is a type of void, formless. Yep. Uh, yes, yes. So true. just, you know, you so are it is formless. appropriate because then he becomes other people. Yeah. No name. You will forever be here. So, in fact, no one's going to know your name. You're just bad. <laughs> Secondly, he does have a name, and it's highly appropriate, but they can't tell us. They're going out of their way to hide it from To the us. very end, because it's so relevant. When they tell us, we'll go, ah! So, no spoilers yet. Mm. 
I'm more inclined to believe the original, the first one. He doesn't have a name. It's appropriate. It fits into what they're doing with the story. You know... So just a gunshot outside? <laughs> Something violent uh, just happened. Oh, man, the studio. That's in a <laughs> bad <should>. neighborhood, apparently. <laughs> I... Hey, don't talk down the studio. We might have people come by. Okay, all right. I mean, it's in a safe place. No, everybody come by the studio. Let's hang out. No gunshots. If Man in Black, okay, I understand if he's nameless, it kind of fits his character, but you can give him a name, my goodness. <laughs> what's what's a name? Come on, Jacob's Jacob. I mean, who would who would name him? You know, like, call him Paul. Who, who would name him? Who would? Yes. I would say the other mother. Other mother? Because that way you have the real mom given a name but, and other mother given a name. But did other mother have a name? Uh, we didn't hear one. That's true. You know, but do you call your mother I'm, by her name? I call her mother. <laughs> so, I'm, okay, Jacob I'm, called I'm, him brother. I'm saying that uh, maybe other mother doesn't have a name. Yeah. She was never given a name. And then she passed her lack of a name down <laughs> to the man in black because she was the original smoke monster. Oh, here we go again. It makes sense. Nicely done. Kind of. You can kind of connect those two things if you wanted to. You laid the dots down and you connected them. Good picture. <laughs> Thank you. You get a smiley stamp. All right. Do I get a, a sticker? A job well done? Well, not until after the podcast. A++. plus plus. So a minus plus donkey wheel Tilda. we've covered creation yes uh, no name no name we've covered that's another high point what about the cave of gold light the heart of the island <laughs> the heart of the island and across the sea yes um that was pretty wild it was to find out that's what she's doing protecting and that's why the kids were brought there. Um, I was kind of bummed out that she had to kill the mom. If if the kids were brought there, why wasn't the mother taken care of? No, she had to facilitate that. <laughs> but uh, she shows them the cave of wonders. And they're very, they're very dodgy about what, what it is. What it is. It's it is source. It, it's the source of life, death, rebirth. I'm fine with that because the. Uh, I almost, I almost had a, a Stephen King quote. I was gonna, oh. I was gonna bust out. Uh, the the unanswered mystery is the one that stays with you longest. Nice, something like that. Yeah, like, so it's what you'll be thinking about when everything's said and done. It is quite the enigma, <clears throat> and it does um, represent things we really don't have to have a solid answer for, because it's just glowy. <laughs> and she says it's the source of life and death. And death. Of the smoke monster. However, if it if, if the rebirth. light is so warm and embracing and good, she said there's a little bit in all men. Yes. And they want more. But if they get more, it goes away? It could go out. And if it and goes that, out, that's... it's all over? That's kind of like a, a not all-powerful light to me. <laughs> it's... It's like, yeah, there's a little bit, and if it's gone in these people, 
Everyone will be bad. Well, what good was the light? Uh, did you did you notice that when um I don't know if this is significant at all, mm-hmm. but when Jacob threw Men in Black into the source, yeah, light seemed to flicker, flicker. If not, if not, go out, <laughs> it dimmed. Ooh, and what does that represent? I don't know. Hmm. And. If you get thrown into this, according to Other Mother, you suffer a fate, quote, worse than death. So that's what MIB uh, encountered. Fate worse than death. Yep, at the hands of his own brother. Yeah. The whole story was pretty interesting. I, Other Mother doesn't seem to be the good person we thought she'd be. Jacob seems to be misled. Yeah, but he, he is misled, and he... He didn't kill. He didn't kill his brother because, you know, other mother made it where that couldn't happen. But he is responsible for what happened to him. Yeah. But I, I think I think one important distinction is that he showed remorse for for the things he has done, and the man in black has not up to this point. I guess he has shown remorse, which we know Jacob is not all pure and right and holy. No, not at all. It almost seemed like Man in Black had valid questions. You know, hey, Mom, you lied to me? You know, there's more across the sea. I want to leave this island. These people here that you say you're bad, I live with them. They're not all that bad. It just... I almost felt sorry for Man in Black. He got yeah. a bad rap. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was the, the the intention, I suppose, the timing of it. Because once once they have solidified in your mind, like, okay, man... This dude, the smoke monster, he is evil. He is the bad guy. They need to stop him. They go back the next episode and humanize him and make you feel sympathy for him. And Jacob, on the other side, doesn't seem like he's that... He personifies what I originally thought about him. No, not at all. You know, that he knows all the things. He's completely good. He's got it under control. Follow his lead. No, he's... You know, his real mother was killed. He was lied to. He decides to stay with the mother that was that lied to him. He. Uh, I mean, uh, he even said himself that he's flawed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't. Uh, he did not protect the heart of the island. He failed in his job. Didn't he say that I mean, this week? Yeah, he didn't. Say, he didn't necessarily. He didn't necessarily fail. He but... said, "Do what I couldn't do." Yes. So well, I, I think I think that might have been referring to killing the man in black. Oh, okay. Specifically, yes. Which kind of brings us to a scene in this week's episode, What They Died For. Yes. The the campfire stories in which Jacob's like, I'm taking a Q&A here. Uh, <laughs> Sit down. I'll tell you all answer. about it. Just ask me things about the island. I'd like to see an extended cut of that in which they... Uh, <laughs> Like they, everybody just picks random things throughout the the years. Like uh, I saw this bird that said my name a couple of times. Was that was that you or like, don't be stupid, Hurley? It was a bird. Don't worry about it. Like ah, oh. it was just a uh, Dharma experiment gone bad. A huge parrot and a vulture and an eagle together. <laughs> and now we know a talking parrot. Hurley, hey Walt. Walt seemed to grow really tall. Let's deal with that. I'm like well, I mean. Today's milk has these growth hormones in it, and it causes children to grow at a rapid rate, and that's what happened to Walt. And when he got to the island, 
you know, it's, time's different here, so it caused him to age rapidly. Hey, Locke couldn't walk when he crashed, and then he could, and he got shot, and then he healed. And How did he get healed? <laughs> the, the island's magic. Oh, magic. It heals people. The cave of gold light this. healed him. Back in, <laughs> eventually, it, it's at first it's, it's thinly veiled as the as the audience, and then over time they just like give up altogether. It becomes like at the beginning of season three when Locke had to save Echo, he went to the polar bear cave, and there was a guy, and he was wearing a Dharma shirt. Who was that guy? <laughs> well, his name was his name was uh, Gary, and he worked for the Dharma Initiative, and he was taking a hike on his off day, and he fell and hit his head and died. <laughs> And now you know. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The fire's almost out. I'm going to have to leave <laughs> I really need to hurry up. With that question. Time, time is of the essence here. You're wasting my time. <laughs> Looks like my ashes have just burnt. No, no, no. It burns out. He's like, great. Now I have to leave. He just gets up and walks away. You can never see me again. <laughs> I want to see him disappear and like fade into eternity. He I just, wonder if he'll say thank you. He just wa- he walks into the ocean. And then, Ooh, and yeah. Goes to the looking glass. Yes. Speaking of the thank you death, wasn't that weird? Are we going back to across the sea? Yeah. And yeah, she she thanked him. She thanked Man in Black for killing her. Yeah. And then I hear she said another word. Yeah, you said that. I went back and watched. Did I didn't, you? I didn't hear it. Did you turn on the subtitles? No, I didn't. Okay. I don't believe in subtitles. <laughs> Which makes the Sun and Jin episodes impossible to watch. Yeah. Well, if it's true what I hear, there was a word spoken, and she said the word nothing. Much. She, she said nothing? That's I heard, correct. I heard nothing. You heard something? I heard nothing. Oh, you, well, then you heard it. Who's on first? <laughs> didn't you hear it? I didn't hear a thing. You said you heard nothing. That's true. So you heard it. What? <laughs> that was well played. Well, I worked that out. Yeah, we'll we'll write it down. We'll come back next week. It'll be fully fleshed out. Ah, uh, we need some add some more to that. I could throw in my what? Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure why she said the word nothing, but she said thank you. So why did she, she say thank you? you? I don't know. Because her job of protecting the island was over. Yeah. Who knows how long she was there before Jacob and Men in Black showed up? Well, that is true. Do you think that this job entails a role where you live and don't die? That's that's how it seems. Well, you can be killed, as we've seen twice. Yeah, okay, you can but be there, killed. There, there are certain rules and parameters in place to uh, ex- extend your life past... Maybe they go with the role of protecting it. Whoever protects it, you have the ability to live forever, but you can still die. You have these certain powers you can give people. Uh, if you want your two kids not to kill each other, you can do that. True, yes. <laughs> but she was thankful, I guess. And, and she passed the uh, the role on to Jacob with a little bit of an incantation of sorts, or a blessing. Yes. Want to look at it that way? And, and we saw the uh, the blessing repeated in this episode. Yes. what they died for. With uh, Jacob giving it to Jack. Although Jack didn't get wine. True. Because Man in Black destroyed the wine. Yeah. It just had to be something drank. Water, that's fine. It's the blessing. That's what counts. (laughs) What do you think that 
Oh, I wonder if that blessing is transcribed or in subtitles. We'll have to find a Latin professor. Well, in your words, what do you think some of the things that she might include in such a blessing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Latin or blessings, so I feel in no way qualified to even guess. Cave Light, please listen to me now. I am bestowing the gift of eternal life and powers onto this person that drinks Kumbaya. It's good. I think that was it. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something. Almost, maybe even word for word. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, um, what scenes do you have from what they died for? What what stands out in your mind? Um, you know, uh, Ben's actions, specifically. We thought we had seen the redemption of Ben in Dr. Linus, where he chose to yeah. stay with Alana and her team instead of joining Fake Lock. Yeah, we really thought we did see some reconciliation and a turning point there. But uh, that that doesn't appear to be the case. Doesn't seem to. He is back in full murdering mode, killing dudes, killing Whitmore. I was sad to see Whitmore go. He was a favorite of mine. Uh, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a shocker. But it was rightfully understood when Ben <sighs> then said he doesn't get to see his daughter. I think Ben should take a, a cue from Sideways Lock and yeah. learn to let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let's and talk about that. Let's talk about... <sighs> let's just change the topic randomly. Oh, we're just picking scenes, you know, here and there because we're going to recap we will. both these episodes True. in their entirety. So this is just setting the tone and bringing first... Sideways uh, Desmond. Yeah. <laughs> Returning to the scene of the crime. Back in the school parking lot. Uh, Hilarious. I, <laughs> I was so concerned <laughs> when, when Locke's getting out of the van. It's like, oh no, not again. Did you see Ben? Oh no, you don't. He did it. <laughs> He's the one that hit Mr. Locke. You're the one. That was great. So if Ben didn't stop him, do you think that Desmond would have hit him again? I don't. I hope not. Right. I think once is enough. No, Desmond was there purposefully the second time to he, he was, beat Lock up. Oh no! I mean to beat Ben up. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> I was worried. Cause see that that's how. So you think he lured Ben out? Yes. Maybe. Desmond does seem. Not, uh, it's strange in the way he did he's, it. He's oddly all knowing. Yeah. But question here, Brian, and I asked you this earlier, but I think the listeners need to hear, because it it adds, has a little redemption to it. First time we saw Desmond hit Locke, we came up with all sorts of reasons why. It was revenge, I tell you. It was revenge. For being thrown down the well. Exactly. He's cuckoo. Uh, who knows why? But rightfully, it, it was hard to see Locke get yeah, <laughs> pummeled yeah, again. It was rough, yeah. Again. But yeah, now we see years. that Desmond's reason? Well, that was one of the predictions. Like, people had said this, that... It was to help him become aware of the other reality. Okay. Yes. Well, do you think it made him aware of the other reality? Not, not yet. Not. I mean, it, not hasn't, yet. it hasn't it hasn't really done what it was intended to yet. But I think that's the kind of the fun dual meaning there is because he told Ben, "I'm trying to help him let go." Yeah. So when it gets back to Locke, he associates it with. You know, this storyline with Jack, where Jack wants to fix him, but Locke is punishing himself. 
He wants to let go of the issues. He wants to let go of you know what happened in the past. But with him and his dad. I think the way Desmond intended it was he wants him to let go of the sideways reality and open his eyes to the island. Oh, really? I, I think so. Okay. That's I didn't I I mean I didn't come around to that way of thinking until my rewatch of the episode, but hmm. that is my belief now. Well, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I almost thought that he was helping further this idea to let go of his anger issues. Maybe. And Jack would help walk, and once he gets past him, he is then opened up that whatever event will happen next will cause him to see the, that alternate reality. And Locke will be the man we had always hoped he would be on the island. A man in charge, he, he knows what he's doing, and he was right, and his faith was placed in the right place. No, yeah, no, I like that. I like that, too. I think I like that better, in fact, than maybe what I said. <laughs> but Really? Yeah, no, that, I mean... Oh. Wow. I don't know, you maybe just vocalized your, your thoughts better than I do, ever. No, I just, um, you know, so for the listener's behalf, maybe some of mine, do you think Desmond has kind of earned his way back instead of this? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I was his harshest critic when he hit Locke. <laughs> but, yeah, now, now that we kind of see what he's doing, it's all coming together, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's wonderful. You know what's weird is... Again, why didn't we see this coming? Because the first time we saw Locke in a situation where we thought he's dead, <laughs> it was it was terrible. Yeah. But when he was back to life, oh, didn't we, we just celebrated? Oh yeah. And then we found he was really dead. <laughs> oh, he was dead. Okay. But then in the alternate reality, oh, he's alive, and now he got hit. But, oh, he got hit for a reason. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when have we had enough? We, we, we only have two and a half hours to go. <laughs> it's going to happen again. He's going to die and then be brought back again. And I've... then die again in the course of two and a half hours. <laughs> oh. It's got to happen again. Oh, I hope not. I well, hope not. Locke is the ultimate embodiment of whatever this show is going to tell us. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he has turned Jack into a man of faith, hasn't he? He has, and then I was saying both timelines. I don't know if it really applies to the sideways because it could. The, the roles are reversed because yeah. Jack is the one trying to persuade Locke to to disbelief. I wish you believed me. That's true. Jack being the man of science. Locke has aided him into becoming the man of faith. So it's like Locke was Jack's mentor. Yes. He was like Yoda <sighs> or Mr. Miyagi. Master Locke. Yes, Master Locke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear this. That's a, good, like a good name brand. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why don't we think of that one before? Master is an appropriate title for a young unmarried male. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. Really? That's an oddly random fact to bring up, but yes. A okay. lot of the older I... ladies in church when my son was younger always called him Master whatever his name is. Say it's John. Master John. Really? Yeah. You, you as a young boy, would be Master Brian. Ah. 
Didn't know that, huh? No, I didn't. That's kind of odd. Before, when you become a man, you're Mister. Really? That's Mister true. Master almost seems better. <laughs> well, it, it does have a nice ring to it. But, um, maybe, sorry, Brian. So I guess in your eyes, you go from Master to Mister. You, you don't like that, no, huh? No, no. Mr. Brian. <laughs> but it's also a degree, too. You know, you get a master's. True. It'd be nice to get a, a mister's. mister's. <laughs> a mister's degree. <laughs> I've got a, a mister's degree. <laughs> uh, a mister's in what? Uh, 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 I don't I know. I nothing. Uh, here, according to uh, the dictionary, master is a youth or boy too young to be called mister. Oh, well. Just uses a title. And now I know. You did not know that. I did not. Okay. So I guess when Locke was younger. He was. He was Master Locke. Locke. But now he's Mr. Locke. <laughs> yeah, and I, I get a laugh every time I hear Ben say that. I'm so used to hearing Locke, Locke, Locke. Oh, but it's, I mean, it's a callback, though, because there was a lot of Mr. Locke in season one. Walt called him Mr. Locke. Oh. And then, uh, you know, in, in, in conversations with his son, um, you know, Michael called him Mr. Locke. And I, I even I even think that Jack called him Mr. Locke before. Maybe a time or two? Yeah, in like the first, like, six episodes, there was a lot of Mr. Locke. Hmm. Mr. Sawyer? Mr. Uh, Jack calls him Mr. Locke in Walkabout at the beginning. When Jack's like, oh, you either have really good or absolutely terrible aim, Mr. And then Michael says, Locke. His name's oh, Locke. Wow, good recall. That's only one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Which we'll, we'll be seeing um, Saturday, the pilot? Yeah, the pilot is coming on tomorrow as we record this. Nice. So it's the one hour? Be, it's going to be enhanced. Oh, cool. So pop-ups, I assume. Okay. It's two hours. It's a two-hour pilot. Two-hour pilot. So I look forward to that. And then uh, on Sunday, we get a recap? We, apparently, from what the Wootenator has told me, okay, it's going to be a two-hour clip show, followed by the two-and-a-half-hour finale. Wow. Followed by the, the hour-long Jimmy Kimmel special. Wow. Which I think is... A aloha to lost five and a half hours so hello to lost hello to lost aloha to lost aloha to lost hello and goodbye oh well i mean i say hello you say goodbye <laughs> i say adieu and you i don't know say why uh no i just made that up why 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 <laughs> yeah a lot of lost do you think it's gonna be too much. It they're, will feel surreal. Their, see, their their game plan is to show so much loss that, <laughs> that it just upsets people. Like, man, I never want to see the show again. <laughs> oh wait, ah, oh, they got me. Dude. Oh, it does. It feels. I mean, even now in the days leading up to it, it does feel surreal. It doesn't feel quite right. Yeah. Like, how is a post-lost world gonna be? How is television going to be changed? After the show's over. I think... There's the, never going to be another show like this. No, it was a groundbreaker. I, I'll have to say, I do believe that they, this they show... the rules. ...did change the rules for audiences, as well as 
24. 20, uh, Both of them, I think, are unique. True. And somewhat groundbreaking in their presentation. You're you right. Know? I mean, I never watched any 24, but... Uh, I've watched a few episodes, but the way it's delivered, just like Lost, uh, it's unique in its style, approach, delivery. Uh, it's one of the few, or one of the only series where viewers <laughs> are just as lost on episode one <laughs> as they are season six. <laughs> nice. Uh, with that said, do you feel that the sense of lostness has some reconciliation for instance, the last two episodes we've seen. Yes. Are you satisfied with the answers that we've received? Uh, yes, I am. Because I didn't. I, I went in with very low expectations in terms of answers. Yeah. I didn't really want any. And if they, you know, if they if they chose to go back to some of these old mysteries and kind of cleared them up, that's. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. But what I'm really interested in is I'm asking the wrong guy. I'm a, I'm really I'm really interested in the the resolution of these characters. Okay. Specifically Locke. <laughs> and that's all. And Woodmore. He got shot, so that didn't turn out too well. And Frank. Ah. Oh. I always pick the bad characters, don't I? That's eh, not bad characters, but He never uh, got a service. Not yet. There's two and a half hours left. Or Son and Jen. You know what they say, Chris. It is far better to have lost and lost than never to have lost at all. What? It is better to have lost and lost? It's better to have lost and lost than to never have lost at all. Wow. Okay. (laughs) You've heard people say that before, right? I've heard people say it is better to have loved lost than not. (laughs) Than not? (laughs) (laughs) To have lost at all. Yeah, see, it doesn't quite work that doesn't way work? either. Well, poo. <laughs> uh, okay, looking back at the last two episodes, Brian, uh, I know there's a lot there. Uh, we didn't really make any notes. We just want to give an overall feel uh, for the last two episodes and um, bring up some points of discussion. Uh, you have any that really that you want to bring up anymore? Any any other scenes across the sea? What they died for? No, no, nothing, nothing big. I think we've covered the broad. The broad strokes. Yeah. Uh, are you glad we got to see... Um, Why does Jack keep milk in a pitcher? That just feels weird. <laughs> I mean, usually people have a carton of milk. Who's his wife? I don't know. And why does he keep his milk in a pitcher? And then buy generic cereal. Super brand? No, I can answer that. Yes? People that, uh, you know, if you're cheap, you just pour it out of the carton. But doctors... He's a doctor. He makes good money. So he pours it in a pitcher. He's clean. He knows about germs. <laughs> I don't need to keep this in a pitcher. <laughs> puts it in the pitcher. But why the generic-sounding super brand? Well, it can't, can't be Dharma, right and it can't be a real brand. It could be a real brand. So it's not generic. It's product, a TV-made... Product placement. ...brand. No, oh. they can't do that. Oh, ra- Raisin Bran, the official cereal of Lost. <laughs> Lost unlocked. <laughs> you, you like Raisin Bran? Eh, it's okay. It's not, yeah. not awful. Same here. I like Super Bran, though. Oh, Super Bran. <laughs> I hear it's super. <laughs> so. Who's Jack's wife? Ex-wife. Th- David, David's mother. Do you think it's the same wife 
in the first reality? I, I've, I've narrowed it down to it being her or Juliet. Not Anna Lucia? Not, no, I, see, I, 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 did, uh, <laughs> I did briefly toy with that idea, but then we saw Anna Lucia in What They Died For. Yeah. So I'm thinking uh, his ex-wife from the island or the island universe or Juliet. Juliet would be interesting. It would be, wouldn't it? Because it seemed like you get Jack and Kate and Sawyer and Juliet. But then it's like switch. Now we get Jack and Juliet. It seems like Sawyer and Kate have a thing going. It's like it's sideways or something. (laughs) It's now a quadrangle. Oh. Oh. Like a trapezoid. (laughs) Trapezoid. A rhombus? Yes, it could be a rhombus too. I love rhombus. Or love square. Love square. That's uh, that new dating show that's going to replace Lost next fall. Really? Tuesday nights on ABC. I hear that since Lost is going bye-bye. As well as twenty four, that's true. No more, no more heavy, heavily serialized television shows. That They're ABC gone. is really hurting in the ratings. Well, twenty four was Fox, right? But I'm saying with Lost gone, okay. that was one of their big shows. It was. It so was their flagship show. They are bringing a a plethora of new shows to the table. Most of which are going to be terrible. You think? Probably statistically. I heard there's one about a show with a. Plane crash? and it crashes. On an yeah. island? Uh, I don't know about an island. In Ireland? It's like <laughs> uh, some sort of drama. But it won't be as a cultish. won't be as cultish ah. as Lostish is. Well, that's, yeah. Well, it won't be good then. Ah. It's like Lost, only without the really interesting parts. So, what started in Across the Sea... With Claudia? Yes. Swimming onto the shore? Yes. Where did Claudia come from? Uh, a shipwreck. Shipwreck? Yeah. Because the, you know, the, uh, the people that Man in Black lived with, they were also from the same shipwreck. Think it was a slave ship? Hey, maybe. Wasn't the Titanic? No, it wasn't the <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> That'd be cool. Well, that would make... No, the, the time frame, they would have to adjust it. But if it was the Titanic, that'd be really wild. That would that would be wild for <laughs> a few reasons. Yeah, yeah around that'd the world, really wrong it, place, it shows in up, time frame. And then, and then Desmond has to come back in time and course correct it. He's like, no, you weren't supposed to crash here, brother. No, the, Bur- no, the Titanic crashed in the Bermuda Triangle. Ah. And it did this weird stuff. <laughs> and then went back in time. As the Bermuda Triangle always does. True. Yeah. Okay. The island's long lost cousin. The Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> oh, lots of good stuff to talk about, but without a scene by scene recap, it's, uh, I guess that's as far as I'll go. All right. Same here. So, I, I we, we've, we've talked about all the, the major highlights. I would like to see what the people are saying about this before we get to the finale. Shall we? Yes, let's go. FF. Flash forward? Fan feedback. Oh, fan feedback. You said you liked the initials. Uh, well, I mean, it, again, oh, it yeah. doesn't make any sense because because following that logic, you would just call it f- <laughs> You're saying I would. You would. Yeah. So. You only well, pronounce those that you can. Welcome to the f- 
radar, of the show. laser. If you can say it, you can. If it can be said, you say it. So only if there is a vowel. Only if it looks like a word. Yes. Okay. And the letters I M look like a word. All right. It's kind of like when AOL had their instant messenger and started calling it A I M. Aim. Yeah. They didn't say, "Hey, I'm going to send you an A I M." We called it AIM. I called it AIM. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, AIM. That's that new, uh, that new, the new thing from Ow. You're black. I'm white. Hey, two sides. <laughs> one right, one wrong. I'm on the fast side of the internet. You're on the slow side of the that's internet. That's true. I'm still on dial-up. That's why. <laughs> that's why the shows have been taking a while to show up. It's hard to upload on Aww. dial-up. Okay. So feedback. All right. Uh, well, this is a this is a first in the many years we've done this show. Yes. We uh, Chris is holding our first and only piece of snail mail feedback. That is the sound of paper. Yeah. That Chris is rustling around. It is real. It's cool. I it get to a, see his handwriting. It is a physical letter. So, Chris. It's amazing. Tell us tell us about what you're holding here. What does it say? Who this is, is it like from? this is old school. I bet he wrote it with a ink quill. <laughs> Wonder if you use spell check. <laughs> it's from Molten Panther. Molten Panther, mythic contributor, has even become of the sea box. He became more mythic yesterday. Yeah, that's even possible. Yes, <laughs> the most mythic. Yes, we owe him a lot of uh, kudos and thanks and money, props, and <laughs> lots okay. of cool stuff. Oh, he is amazing. But he says, Dear Chris and Brian, Multi here with, all caps, Snail Mail Feedback. I'm very excited. The previous episode, Across the Sea, was awesome. I know some people hated it. That's true. Some people hated it. But it was awesome. (laughs) All caps? All caps. Perfect. I think that, well... I think the whole episode kept me in a constant state of wonderment. Still don't know MIB's name, unless it's he. (laughs) That might be it. (laughs) I need to break in the action here. When I was much younger, there was a guy whose name was Heath. Heath? Heath. Heath? H-E-A-T-H? Heath. 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 Like the stop that. <laughs> the candy bar. Yeah. Heath. Well, you're. you're I mean, you almost make it sound like it has an F at the end, like Heath. He. Oh. Heath. Heath for Sutherland. Keith. Keeper. <laughs> However, yeah. when he was introduced to me. Yes. The mother said, "This is my son," and I thought she said, "He." He. So, I'm standing there thinking, "Hmm." It's an unusual name. He. he. My brother thought she said he, too. But didn't you both think for the longest time that on Star Trek, <laughs> there, there was a character called Mr. Spark? <laughs> we'll get to that later. Oh, that's a story for another day. <laughs> so, you know how we greeted Heath? Hello, he? Hi. He? Hi, he? <laughs> we felt stupid oh, after saying it. <laughs> hi, he. And he chuckled. Oh, actually, Heath chuckled. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so this just brought back that memory that MIB's name could be He. You think his name's Heath? Oh! That might be it. What if it is? Be, yeah, I could go for that. <laughs> Molten Panther continues saying, 
And he was actually born the baby in black. That's true. B.I.B. I don't think Smokey was always in that hole and just absorbed the M.I.B. like some sort of absorbing or absorption or absorbaloth. <laughs> what? I think he lost that light inside of him. What makes him a person? Hmm. And became formless. And formless. <laughs> what is that? I can't read. Formless and, and soulless. Ah, soulless. No soul. He lost his body, but he is still there. Echoes of the conversations that Jack X and Locke X had. Ah. Anyway, I would go into more detail, but my hand hurts. <laughs> Your constant molten panther. Oh, thank you, sir. I, I had to laugh at that. My hand hurts. <laughs> I got to play it up, you know. Nice. My hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Mocking the listeners <laughs> since 2006. Well, I know how it feels because I recently wrote a long letter. Really? You wrote a letter? Yes. Did you not type it and then print and it? I did not. And then sign your name? I wanted the personal factor. Mm. And, you know, nowadays you, you, you pay people to do this. That's true. You I know, do your, all the time. <laughs> your admin assistant. I paid Molten Panther to send us that letter. <laughs> nice. Check is in the mail. So... I understand the hurting hand. It, it's odd. How That's true. We don't school, write anymore. As people, we don't have a need to write. I wrote constantly in school every That's day. Fine, yeah. But, I know. But now you write a few paragraphs. Write, it's like, like ooh. I get, I get tired halfway through my signature. It's like, <laughs> oh, man. I, oh, oh, I got to put the last name. <sighs> One day of writing and you go to the doctor. Take, I've got carpal tunnel. <laughs> It's rough, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks, yeah. Molten. I mean, I mean, the reverse of that is like back in the day, it was also difficult to type. It's like, oh, man, I got to. <laughs> yeah. Like, like search and peck. Like, uh, J. Then your fingers start to cramp up. Like, how? Uh, it's like I got to form my hand into a claw. That's never going to catch on. Yeah, it's hard to believe that I took typing in high school. Really? And now. That is a useful class. Well. I don't know. Here's the future, and now a nine-year-old pulls out his smartphone with a QWERTY keyboard and just goes to town and can type faster than I talk. But <laughs> he I won't be he, taking typing in high school. I bet he has less. I bet he has more spelling errors. Oh, errors. Oh, a spell check. Eh, he might not, but spell check will catch it. Hmm. And maybe grammar check. I don't think do, do smartphones have a spell a spell check feature. Uh, some of them? I don't know. I don't know a lot about smartphones. I do not have one. Mm. I would think some of them do. Maybe. They have the predictive text. They do. That is... that. My phone, this is really cool. The other day, it learned the word flash sideways. Oh. Yeah. So, so, it, it now recognizes that as an actual word. <laughs> so one of these days when you just want to use the word flash... No, it's going to try to... You're like, gonna... autocorrect me. Like, oh, yeah. clearly you mean flash sideways, right? <laughs> that would be cool. Molten Panther, I think we might frame this. Oh, hang it up over the uh, the studio door. Yeah. yeah. Snail mail feedback from Molten. We shall cherish it forever. Thank you so much. Yes. We cannot thank you enough. <laughs> All right. And after Multi, we've got uh, we have, we have digital feedback. Digital feedback from <laughs> Zach. Zach. 
He says, now that we are near the end, I have a question. Oh, now he's got a question. He's, he's been waiting until now, but now he has a question. Remember the first time we saw young Jacob? Before we knew who he was. Oh, I knew who he was. His hands were all bloody. Yeah. But we have seen all the backstory we are likely to see, and we still don't know why. Yeah? I think this was clearly a shout-out to Lost and Locked from the Riders. <laughs> this is a common thread. <laughs> People believe it. If we all believe hard enough, then it will, be, it will become true. If you believe hard enough. Uh, that is the only reason I can think of. Got any other ideas? Nope. That's it. That's obviously it. I think we stay on that right. one. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> uh, Neil Orangeville writes in. I hope he says something similar. He says, I noticed when we saw young Jacob for the first... Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm reading the same email here. Oh. What Neil Orange Peel actually says is I've just found out that us in the UK, yeah. or the uck, as Chris would say. <laughs> no, come on. No? The uke. The uke, okay. <laughs> well, apparently in the uke... Uh, they're getting the finale, the whole two and a half hours, at the same time as us in the U.S. Or the us, as Chris calls it. No, it's the USA. Oh, the USA. <laughs> so apparently in Cut the UK, they're getting it at the same time as us in the USA. So, really? Yes. That's odd. And, well, actually, due to the time difference, that means that they are going to get the finale at 5 a.m. Why, why are they doing that? I guess I... Could kind of answer that myself. Yeah, it's like a it's like a huge event. They want to have this simultaneous airing of the finale. That's huh. to prevent spoilers. Wake up, wake up! You to gotta watch the Lost. I'm not. I huh? We gotta move the island. Oh, okay. Well, well, <laughs> well Neil Archfield actually says that he will be up at the crack of dawn to watch the finale. Which I I, I guess in that situation I would do the same. I would set the alarm for about four. And then I'd get up and brew some coffee, maybe eat some cereal. Would you rather watch it in the morning? Absolutely. Or the I evening? Watch, I would want to watch it as soon as I could. So, then you have the rest of the day to carry on your normal activities. I'll go back to sleep afterwards. Oh, then the night's better. Because, like, you watch it, you I, watch it. But, but then I would dream about it. Yeah. Yeah. See? In the, when I watch it in the morning, go back to bed. I would yeah. dream about it. Oh. Uh, that'd run your night. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep if I knew that the Lost finale was on and I wasn't watching it. Well, I understand I that. I would be restless. It's just an odd time. But it I, is. It's an, it's an odd decision, but I I can see why they made it. Maybe they're doing it that way so that no spoilers? That's what I'm thinking. Could no, make it from one no, time zone no, to the other? No uh, cross-continental spoilers. Nice. So we have won. Yes! We clearly, this is, spoiler free. clearly, this is a shout-out from the UK programming, proving <laughs> that they listen to Lost Unlocked. So the writers have proven with blood. Yes, and now and the UK programmers, they have proven. Boy, if Mr. Payne could see us now. <laughs> oh, Mr. Payne. Oh, great guy. He is. He's, he's really nice. Is he still going on Lost? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Check that out. I need to. No pain, no glory. Yeah. It's clever, because Mr. Payne. Oh! See? I get it. <laughs> I'm glad you do. 
Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. We got any more digital Thank feedback? Thank you, Neil Orange Peel. Yeah, Neil. Uh, we have a vocal piece of <laughs> digital feedback. And Neil. Uh, Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> okay, from? From Hurley's Dharma Beer, beer Bud. Hey, guys. This is Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud calling again. Just talking about this episode. I guess uh, Ben can uh, kill Whitmore. Uh, who saw that coming? And uh, I guess Ben is uh, now a bad guy again. And I uh, kind of like the way it ended. It kind of like it said, okay, these are all the answers. This is what's going to happen. And the final, the, the final is just going to be um, like, you know, adventure action. But I think pretty much all the secrets have been revealed. Uh, what else is there to say? What else is there to disclose? Uh, Chris, we got all the questions you wanted answered about the history of uh, Man of Black and Jacob. And um, at least uh, I think Jack will be a better Jacob. Uh, Jacob was, you know, kind of a mama's boy when he took over this job, and, and Jack stood up. Um, he's very, uh, very manly man. And um, well, that's it. I can't wait for the season finale this Sunday. Hope to uh, get your podcast before then. Bye. All right. Thank cool. you, Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. Thank you, HDBD. I think BB. Hit the bubba. I agree. I think Jack will be a better Jacob. You know, Jacob never got married. That's true. There's not a Mrs. Jacob. Hmm. That's kind of sad. I guess. Who would he get married to? The Hurley Bird? <laughs> Wouldn't it be terrible if Man in Black took the form of a lady and tricked his own brother? Ha, you married me. I'm your brother. You louse. Oh, that would, that would be... Really weird, yeah. actually, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, you have all the answers you want, Chris. About the history of the island. And actually... Well, history, okay, but I'm still... I'm shaky on how it got there and what's this heart of the island, you know. I'm kind of thinking it's like alien-esque. You know, this gold shiny thingy in a cave. Maybe. You know... Actually, I, I guess we didn't talk about this yet. Maybe I, it's hard for me to remember what we talked about on the Across the Sea podcast. Mm -hmm. But when the mother, the other mother, first took the children to the heart of the island, right? the first thing I thought was, wow, Chris was right. This is obviously the island hard drive that yeah. he talked about years ago. <laughs> and, you know, while, I mean, while not quite there, I still give you partial credit for that. Really? Yeah. Silent hard drive is responsible for everything. They're protecting the island hard drive. Hmm. The shiny drive of light. Yes. Uh, apparently every man has a hard drive within him, but he needs more memory space. So. Uh, I want to know why this light seems to be so hard to find for those who aren't protecting it. Yes. That's a good question. Does it uh, avoid those who don't seek it? Well, it's just like one of the... One, I mean, there are many landmarks on the island like that, like the cabin and the lighthouse that are notoriously difficult to track down. Even well, well they, they obviously and admittedly move. The, the, the lighthouse the, may not, but the, the cabin, cabin I'll give did. you the cabin, but I don't know about the lighthouse. I think the lighthouse may be similar to the heart of the island. It's weird how 
You think that's just the writers covering up? Well, we're going to have to make up for the fact they've traveled the island and not seen it. Hey, just throw that line in there. You know, that, well, it's always been there. He just didn't see it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I buy it, though. It's Magic Island. <laughs> you fool. It's harsh, wasn't it? It was harsh. Did I sound convincing? You did. Yeah. I'm about to leave. <laughs> well, thank goodness the podcast is about over. <laughs> uh, I had a guy talk like that to me today. Really? Yeah, I was talking. He was just like really harsh at me. Oh, man. And I was like, whoa. And then he smiled and he said, was that good? I was like, whoa. He said, you can tell I've had kids, haven't you? <laughs> like, whoa, what? He apparently so, doesn't like children? No, or he, he likes to pretend like he doesn't like children? No, he just had to be firm. But he was happy on the inside. Okay. You know. That's all that truly matters. Yeah, like me. I, I was joking. But I had to look like I was serious. Or maybe you were serious at first, and then you're really good at pretending <laughs> like you were joking. <laughs> maybe? Maybe? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, Have some more drink on me. I will have some more drink. I'll have some of this water. So the the cave of light that moves, or I know it 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 it's um the cave. Yes. It submerges. It's like a secret secret it's uh like a sinking secret desert top to it. Ah. And it raises up whenever Jacob gets near, and goes back down on the ground. I'm not sure if I buy that at all. What would you do if you saw E.T. coming out of that light? <laughs> oh. I don't know. I Maybe turn off the TV? And another question is, how do you kill... E.T.? Black Smoke. Oh. Black Smoke. Do you make him go back into the Cave of Light? Yeah, that's a good question, isn't it? Is that when black meets light, what happens? I don't, it would just make him more powerful if you threw him back in there. What if he got his old body back? He's like, brother! He can imitate his old body. Yeah, he can. But we'll see if... Am I... You think? That's a good question. Do you think in the finale... Yes. Uh, it looks like they're gearing towards a number of different resolutions. Uh, number one, Jack becomes the leader and is left protecting the cave against MIB. Maybe. That is a possibility. Number two, MIB dies. So there's nothing to protect it from anymore. That is another possibility. It's safe. Yes. Possibility three, Jack loses and the man in black successfully destroys the island, creating the alternate timeline. Yeah, number three. Oh, the island is destroyed. We saw it underwater yeah. at the beginning of the season. So if he destroys the island, you're saying that's the cre that's the creation of the alternate timeline? Maybe. In which there is no uh, cave of light? No the source of all life and yeah. death? That's kind of... Yeah. Doesn't really fit. Maybe. But sounds good. Perhaps. It didn't sound good <laughs> until, until he started asking questions about it. <laughs> yeah, I could... Or... Uh, another way we have not yet thought of. Yes. I'm just, a way we haven't oh, thought of. I thought you were going to tell me. No, I haven't thought of oh, it. Or this way that we haven't thought of, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh -huh. 
As I mean, that is the excitement. We don't really know how it's going to be resolved. Yeah. We have to wait and find out. Okay. Yeah. Don't know if we thanked Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. But... Thank you, Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. Thank you. Final email of the show comes from Garrett. And Chris, what does Garrett have to say? I know what I have to say. What do you have to say? Garrett is great. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Garrett says, Haven't written for a while, mainly because I was busy with work, but I felt I didn't have much to contribute as far as feedback, but I thought last night's episode was a great setup show for the Sunday series finale. I think it was a good setup show. Indeed. Everything's coming together. Yes. I'm ready to get those final answers and see how it plays out. Do you call it finale or finale? I say finale? <laughs> Garrett says it didn't have the payoff, but there seems to be the promise of a big one coming. That's true. The ultimate Sunday. payoff. I like the triumphant return of Bad Ben. Yes. Oh, he liked that. Which is odd to see because he's so docile and sweet in the safe and sound reality. Yeah, that's probably the way to put it. Sweet. He's like over the top too nice. Yeah. In a way. I guess. He says this episode had many memorable lines which seem to have been missing in recent episodes. Here's my countdown. He's got four memorable lines. Number one, best line I thought was from Miles with, What's that? A secreter room? <laughs> that was good. When um, they opened the bookcase. To the secret closet. To the closet. To get the C4. A secreter room. Yeah. Ah. Number two, when Danielle said to Ben, You're coming with us even if we have to kidnap you. Again, uh, another great one. Uh, that was beautifully written and scripted since Ben kidnapped at Alex in the other timeline. Number three, Ben's line, he's hiding in my closet. Hmm. Why, why is that a memorable line? Just the delivery? The delivery, I would think, yes. Okay. It was a shocker, too. It was. Number four, Danielle's line. I'll remember not to put onions next time. Not to put in onions. I thought she said I won't put in so many onions. I think you might be right. Garrett is paraphrasing. Okay. Might have been a polite mention, but Ben's raised eyebrows seem to be one of hope for a relationship. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, did we? That is a very ironic pairing, if so, when you consider all that happened with him in the island. Reality. Yeah, you're right. Yep. We did allude to this. Let's let's hit this topic now. Oh, all right. Let's talk about the first timeline. Okay. In which Ben kidnapped, kidnapped her Alex, daughter. Pit kidnapped Russo's daughter. Yes. Called her a crazy woman. Uh, was going to go kill. Uh, hey, he was sent to kill Russo. Russo. Yep. And um, Alex ended up being killed. And he was hurt by it. She was raised by the other, Ben. Yes. And other. Now in the other timeline, Ben 
did not kidnap her. Alex kidnapped Ben. <laughs> uh, but Ben becomes a father figure. And uh, there's an attraction, so it seems, with Ben and Rousseau. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's wild, isn't it? When he walks up right there to the car, and Rousseau gets out, and we see her for the first time, she walks around, and uh, Alex is saying, you know, can Dr. Linus come? And Rousseau's saying, sure, come on, and she opens the door. They face each other. Did you notice Ben just looked and stared like he was captivated? Hey, maybe. I might have noticed that. And then they did it at her house, too, when they're talking about how Alex looks up to Ben as a father. That's true. At the end of that scene, there was another... Another glance. Another glance between them. Yeah, so that seems to to kind of hint at... It is an ironic pairing. I just, I can't see a romantic scene between them. Oh, I would hope not. You know, would... Ben embracing Rousseau and a... A kiss to follow. It just yeah, no. doesn't seem right. I, I think it, I think it's nice for them to kind of set it up and then leave it open yeah. to your interpretation. Just think they were good friends. Or not. <laughs> so whatever, whatever, or not. whatever you think. <laughs> whatever you want. It's of an interpretation. Uh, well, Rousseau was glad to cook for him. True. That, that's the way to a man's heart. Just through his stomach? Through his stomach. Ah. Or the way to his stomach could be through his heart. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Garrett continues by saying, I didn't care for the revelations of Jacob by the campfire. Oh, I like that part. It was somewhat, I say somewhat satisfying, and at the same time, somewhat unsatisfying. Because it was pretty vague. You know, he didn't want him to be too specific about things. Of course not. I liked. I, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was good. I, I specifically liked uh, Kate asking, like, "Why was my name crossed out?" He's like, <laughs> oh, it's, "It's because you came a mother. You can have the job if you want to. It's just chalk in a cave. It doesn't matter." That that played with my mind. Uh, I like, was, don't say that. I thought that was great. The name has a line. It means something. And Jacob's like, "Oh, it's just a line in a cave." With chalk. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's great Jacob, by the way. Garrett says, I think that Hurley and Jack are on board with whatever came out of Jacob's mouth, but at least Sawyer should have been skeptical and doubting. Yeah, he might have been. I wish he would have raised questions, especially about the light. Maybe some dialogue like this. Are you kidding me? Doc, you don't really believe this. <laughs> I can see that happening. I could see that. Also, he didn't really like the blessing and the drinking of the holy water. And Jacob's phrase, There, now you're like me. Well, what did the other mother say? Now you're... Like you and I are one? Yeah. I think she that was her. Something similar to that? Yes. You and I are the same. I think that's what she said. And he said, now you're like me. I think she said, you and I are the same. Hmm. We'll have to go back and check. But he says... We'll have to verify. I know they have to get there, Jack becoming Jacob, but wasn't there a better way to do it? Eh. Maybe since it's science fiction, 
maybe Garrett was hoping for some sort of uh, elaborate ceremony. Here, step in this pod, and I'll step in this pod. That Sawyer and Hurley and Kate will have to run around and chant. This light will come <laughs> down from the sky. There'll be a, like a platform lift us up. You know, something really. Yeah, you just got to pull the sword out of the stone, and then you become the new Jacob. No, that's, that's a good one too. At least that's ceremonial. But this one, yeah, a little bit of, I don't know. It's a blessing. A little bit of unspoken language nobody can discern. (laughs) A little bit of darkness outside, some drippy water, and hey, do you have a cup? (laughs) You know what I do? I have to carry a cup with me. So Garrett uh, says, it feels like we're at the top of a roller coaster with last night's episode. I hope that the ride this Sunday doesn't disappoint I hope the two and a half hours are not going to be padded or filled with an hour's worth of commercials. <laughs> yes. Two and a half hour event. Two. 37 minutes of actual content. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned uh, for us to make lots of money. <laughs> That'd be awful. I'm with you, Garrett. It would be terrible. When I think about series finales in the past that I've seen, they all seem to fall short. Of expectations. I really liked the Seinfeld finale. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. I like the way they ended that. I think that the worst series finale was Seinfeld's. What? <laughs> What's the deal? Uh, we'll steal that, Garrett. <laughs> so, Brian, uh, I'm getting your reaction. You disagree? Uh, I don't know. That that seems to be a popular one for people to dislike. dislike. I would have thought Bob Newhart. The Newhart Show? The Newhart Show, Joe, yeah. Just, just Newhart. Newhart, okay. I thought that was a great ending as well. Hmm. Are we going to just spoil the endings of series now? <laughs> Gilligan's Island. They got off. <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard. They drove a car <laughs> and said yeehaw. Some of them don't really have endings, you know. Well, I mean, the Seinfeld, Dallas. I don't... I, Seinfeld, somebody shot JR, but it was really a dream. <laughs> Oh, so he says it was a- so absolutely absurd that it felt as if the writer, Larry David, had some contempt for the fans to make something so random, unfunny, and surreal. Huh. I don't know. To be to be fair, I have this thing about watching the series finale of a show before anything else, so that was like the second episode of Seinfeld I'd ever saw. Uh, so, was, so was, I liked, I mean... It wasn't a shocker to you. I really, I, it felt like the perfect ending. Because you weren't really that familiar with the show. True. But in terms of like the actual content, I will leave that up for debate. But huh. the like the, the, the destination, the way it actually finally ended, I thought was the way that show had to end. Well, he's saying the way he thought it should have ended was at the very least, it should have captured the essence of what Seinfeld is, which is a clever comedy about mundane things that everybody can relate to. Yeah, that's true. That would have been nice. Maybe Garrett should write. Maybe he does. He could. He writes fantastic emails. (laughs) Touché. He finishes this last paragraph by saying, I'm hoping for a kind of Twilight Zone shock, ironic ending with Sunday's episode. Even a cliched one will be welcome. I just hope that we're not left either groaning or rolling our eyes. I have hope, and I'm excited to see it. 
if not sad that it's all coming to an end. Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. I am with you. I understand uh, the sadness in that it is coming to an end. However, I'm not really expecting this Twilight Zone shock. If we did get one, I'm with Garrett. I think that would be ultra cool. Sure. I'm wanting something just to blow me away, and I say what, uh, (laughs) 10 decibels above what I've ever said before. However, with us hanging on the precipice, it's like I'm looking over, and you can kind of see how it's all coming together. It doesn't seem like there'd be a huge shocker, but... You never know. I'm not going to say it can happen, because, Brian, what have we seen in this series? It's happened many times before. Over and over. But we have seen the unreconciliation of some timelines, so I'm thinking something has to give to put them together. So I don't think it's going to be extremely as mind-blowing as we had hoped. Uh, We'll wait and see. Yeah. We're two days away. That's... It's unbelievable. It's unreal. I think we'll give... Um, let's see, after after this Sunday's viewing, um, we will obviously release the scene-by-scene on Across the Sea. Yes. As well as what they died for. True. And a scene-by-scene on the finale. The finale. But it will probably all be preempted by our comments, you think? Sure. Maybe a I would think so. first reactions? That is the tradition for season finales. So that gives us at Emails, least feedback. two or three. Well, let's see. If we do one podcast a piece per episode, that's three. But the finales have usually been I'll do a few, yeah. three or four. This is the series finale. Four, so we'll yeah. See. Be sure to send in your feedback. Oh, definitely. Speaking of which... We have one late-breaking piece of email I'm going to read for you right now. Okay. Finally, email of the show. It's from listener Genevieve. Hey, guys. I don't have much to say about the latest episode, but I loved it. I really don't like the idea of poor Jack being stuck on the island forever, Uh, but I figured he had to be the one. Somebody did. Ever since the Lighthouse episode, I thought it would be him. Yeah. I love the sideways Ben and Rousseau scenes. They really touched me. <laughs> she hopes they hook up. Especially since Ben was seemingly evil and heartless on the island in that very same episode. Yeah. Great acting by Michael Emerson, and good to see Rousseau cleaned up and happy. <laughs> I'm so curious to see how the finale will resolve the story. Six years over... Uh, sorry. Six years, and it all builds up to one uber-long episode. I cannot wait. Also, I want to say that I've really loved listening to you, though I've only been a Lost Watcher for seven months. Wow. And I've only been listening to you all for five months. Seems like she's been with us the whole time. I feel like you're old pals or something. (laughs) Thank you for the podcast, the organ sounds, and the laughs. Nice. Hey, where's the organ been this week, Chris? I haven't heard it. Uh, one, I've played it several times. Did you? Yeah. Early uh, on? I guess I don't even hear it now. It's just like, I'm so used to it. You want some more? All right. All right. Very good. And some more. Yes! It keeps coming. What? <laughs> okay. You've got to be kidding. I feel, 
you, you have now made up for the lack of organ sounds. What? Never! Okay. <laughs> it just fits anything. You just kind of say it in a high tone. That's true. What? <laughs> that, that is a weird one. Oh. Brian, were you shocked? I was shocked. <laughs> that is a shocking organ sound. See how it just plays along? In, any Any scenario. Yes. It and even my weird science fiction sounds. Those I'm not so crazy about yet. They'll yeah. grow on me. Okay. Over time. Genevieve, thank you. And Zach, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Zach. And Clyde. Garrett. <laughs> Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. Are you, are we going to thank everyone? Molten Panther? Yeah. For Molten Panther. writing a Rocks. letter? Rocks. Yeah. Was, Neil Orange Peel, Talkster. If Mr. anybody B. else wants to send a piece of snail mail feedback, that address is <laughs> snail mail. Yes, get your comments in. Get um, get the feedback. If you want to give that title, guess the line, the island the will island, be open. It hasn't moved yet. No, it hasn't disappeared. So we'll do a late, late uh, contact info. Seven seven zero three nine three five two six three is that phone number, or you can email us lostlocked at gmail dot com. Be sure to check that out. Well, that was nice. Uh, forum, Cbox, blog. Not iTunes yet. We're working on it. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. So. Uh, Internet archive. Internet archive. Mm-hmm. Check it out. But check us on the uh, blog spot and uh, yeah, Facebook. We've got I, I post up yeah on the blog alternate people. links. Yeah, sure. Uh, but if re- now now it really pays off to be a member of that Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. We, we pushed it for so long. People are like, "There's nothing to do here." But apparently, you exchange URLs to the show. That is the primary function. Uh, you exchange your membership in the group for the. Uh, express purpose of listening to the podcast. Ah. Else, all the others are left. So now we have off the flight. That means we have three hundred and twenty-two listeners. <laughs> I feel exciting. I feel less nervous. <laughs> hey, everybody! Oh, sorry. All right, Brian. That does it. Where do we go from here? Now we go on to the finale mm. to see how it all ends. Do you have? A final prediction. Final prediction. Um, Brian, what is your final answer? I got, uh, I've got nothing. I don't even want to jinx it. I, I have some hopes. Do you think the ending will end on a good note? Uh, I'm going to go dark final chapter. Dark note mm. or left to the viewer note? Hmm. I'm going to say dark and ambiguous. Darkly ambiguous. Dark, but ambiguous. Yes. Okay. Well, we had hoped that the future for our hero would not be so dark. Not, I mean, not since Locke died. That's So after Locke died, my hope was to see everyone die. <laughs> How positive. Because misery loves company. Yeah, but Locke's alive in the other timeline. It's That's like true. you want him to I'm, be... Yeah, I'm quite fond of the other timeline. To break through and reign supreme in both times. Yeah, you're right. That the purpose for dying had to happen for we'll, whatever has to happen. We'll have to wait and see. Yes. And do you have any final predictions? This is the last time you'll be able to make a prediction about the show. 
I think it'll turn out for the good. Okay. Because uh, we're talking a, about a happy, a happy-go-lucky ending, the feel-good ending of the series. Well, kind of, you know, we've talked about black and white. Yes. You know, uh, good, bad, two sides. Light and dark. I'm, I'm gonna go with the white side. I think somehow this light will continue to exist, although I don't know really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> go light! Go light! Whatever you are. It sounds rather strange. It does. It does. But I want to see all of our survivors, even Jin and Sun. It's like I want to see them all alive in a timeline where maybe they don't even know they lived this other life. But whatever they did... Help them to... It, it directly affects the existence of this other other line? Yeah. Okay. Sure. That'd be good. I, I fully I fully expect to see some familiar faces in the finale. Hmm. So fi- final chance to do stuff like that, like, all right, well, here's, uh, here's Walt. Yeah. And Michael. Grown man Walt, living off the island. Juliet in the flash sideways. Here's Juliet and, and Boone and Shannon and Mr. <laughs> Echo. Um, one one last thing here. Do you recall in what they died for, uh, where Desmond uh, had Hurley meet him, and yeah, for the Anna, drop-off. Anna yeah. Lucia released Saeed and Kate and um, did you find that comment from Hurley strange? Asking Desmond, oh, is she not ready to come? No, Talking he, about Anna said, Lucia? No, he said, what about her? And he's, Des, Desmond said, she's not ready yet. Yeah, what are they ready for? That, that, is, that is the big question. Seems like the finale. Desmond has a list of people. Yes. The Oceanic uh, people. To get together somehow at the same place for some reason. At this concert event. Yeah. So, I, I just thought, huh, how is he going to get Anna Lucia there? How is he going to get Libby there? He's got to get them all there. Yeah, we'll see. He's quite the guy. We'll see how he manages to orchestrate it. Perhaps he'll get Michael and Walt there. Maybe. Can you see the whole gang at the end jumping up and down, pumping their fists? You all, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't quite visualize that. It's a good time. I'll work on it. That'd be a good ending. You <laughs> that, that's everybody. the final image of the show. Yeah. Cut the lost. <laughs> oh, the last concert. Hmm. Okay. That's all right. Well, Anything else, Brian? I don't think so. This is the end okay. of our penultimate podcast. Yes, it is. And looking forward to breaking down and unlocking the final episode. The final hours of Lost. Of Lost. Please oh. join us because it's something. If you've listened to us this far, you don't want to miss. You'll be telling your kids about it. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of fun going over all the past years and working the details together meticulously. I think so. And Brian's going to put it all together. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'll get to work on that immediately. (laughs) All right. So thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next Next time time here on on Lost Lost Unlocked. Unlocked. I'm not lost anymore.